welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. I am excited to be here. It's been frantic, frantic, go, 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 all week long, all month long, actually. And um, it's not slowing down, not till the end of October. I am so looking for the end, forward to the end of October. But you know what's really cool about today, speaking of October, and that whole knee-jerk reaction of things that we jump to in our brain when we say something like October, immediately I think of Falling leaves and falling leaves reminds me that today, dun dun dun, is the first day of fall, and I'm so flipping excited. Fall and winter are my two absolute favorite seasons. There's just something very amazing about the leaves swirling around and then seeing trees naked that I absolutely love. The quiet, the solitude, everybody's inside hiding, and I've got the world to myself. So I'm very excited. First day of fall today. That is going to come into play in just a moment, and you will see how when we get there. Before we do anything, though, I want to make sure that you have the number to call in. It is 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in. 646-595-3965. The chat room is open. If you don't see it, if you're on your PC, I don't know. If, it, if you guys on your phone, can you see the chat room when you're on your phone? I don't know because I never use my phone for anything. In fact, I don't even use it to answer things. I use it to text. So, yeah. Let me know because I've, I've got no clue. I've never tried it. If the chat room works on your phone. So, anyway, it's open. If you don't see it, just refresh the page. It should pop you on there. We have some things to go over before we get started. So, let's go ahead and jump right in that so that... We can get to you guys on hold. I see you on there. Hello, everybody. All right, first, if you are interested in putting together a workshop, you can email me or contact me on Facebook. Let me know what you want to put together. Your workshops can be anywhere from a half hour to three hours long, depending on how much time you need. You can pre-record these on your computer and send them to me via email or send them to me on Facebook, and I can pull them off of there. You can have me do a conference call with you, and I can help you pre-record that show. Or you can do a live show or a combination of both, however you want to do that. All right. So uh, you don't have to be a professional workshop provider in order to do this. Just pick out something you're interested in. You don't even have to know about it. Just let's read about it together. Open up the wiki page, and boom, let's go. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. We've got some of those uploaded already. We have some more Uh, in the makes, and uh, I look forward to bringing those to you. Before we go any further, I want to take a moment, and it's very important to me to do this every single week, and that is to recognize and thank those. I'm moving the T-Rex on my desk. Not the T-Rex. I'm sorry. I don't like the T-Rex. The Triceratops is my favorite dinosaur. I'm moving the Triceratops on my desk so I can make room for my notepad. See, you have no clue what I do when you guys aren't looking. All right, anyway, so I want to thank our sponsors, those of you who stepped up to the plate and helped cover part of our 2021 
or excuse me, 2022 broadcasting license. And um, you know, our 15 years on the air together, it absolutely makes my heart smile so big to see, you know, those of you who have helped build this community into what it is, and those of you that it's important enough to you that it sticks around that you've help contribute towards that broadcasting license because literally, and I say this every week so you'll know it, maybe it'll sink in, <laughs> literally we could not do this without our sponsors anymore. Okay, so, you know, when you get a moment, thanks, thank these people. Hey, thanks for, you know, helping keep the speakeasy on the air for another year. They're important. Those sponsors are Karen, Depth Writer DeWitt, Melvin Douglas Johnson, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Vicki Aqua, Debbie Kelly, Annie Tillery Waldo, Timothy Melton, Kevin Kraft, Alana Morris, Ronald P. Bremner, Jade Miss, Todd Carter, Paula Sweet, Lori Binder, Glenn Combs, and Trina Pierce. All righty. I also want to thank those of you who made donations anonymously in the memory of our John Music Man Case, our Appalachian poet, Philip Kent Church, Rain, Ray Neighbors, Glenn Still, Charles C.B. Banks, Cherry Rose, King's Cadence, and Rick Smith II. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you. Now, the next thing we're going to do is I am going to play an audio track from one of you poets. So if you have something of yours recorded and you'd like to have it on the show, you can shoot it in an email to me, thus, T-H-E, that's in there, thusspeakeasycafe at gmail.com. You can send it to me on Facebook Messenger, and we'll get uploaded to the show's library and play it for the world. The piece that I'm going to play tonight is by Constantine, and it's called The Fall. Yes, I picked it because of the name. (laughs) Here you go. Forever seems so far, forever seems so cold. Forever cries the heart, forever yearns the soul. And when all the angels fly far from thee, when demons dance in dreams, When all these words don't seem to form, what are words without your soul? Forever light the stars, forever haunts the ghost. And when all the angels fly far from thee,
Just know where the darkness falls, then forever comes the stars. And when all the angels fly far from thee, when demons dance and dream, fall down on me, we'll fly into the longer than this show has been on the air. been listening to him read. been a fan of his. So glad we have that to share with you. He's got more recorded, I know, than that. I'm going to try to get some more. That's the only one I have on the board of his that's odd and strange. But that one, I he read it on the show, and I asked him to record that and send that to me, and he did, and I'm just really grateful. I absolutely love that piece of his. All right, so, guys, you know what time it is? time for you guys and no it's not time for you guys Eh, sorry (laughs) I shouldn't have played that track yet I skipped right over your your like most important um um where'd it go where'd it go I can't find it there it is okay anyway so you know what I skipped over I'm sure that Michael's saying Miss Nyla (laughs) he keeps me in line so right now we need to do inspiration from the inkwell. And this is going to be really fast because we aren't doing what we normally do. This is the first day of fall. We're changing seasons. So we're going to be changing some things up a little bit. How fast and how soon? It depends on how many plates I can drop and break so I can add another one, right? So this week what I want us to do so I want us to just take a moment and slow down and breathe and stop and look around, take everything in, look at the sky, smell the air, look at the colors, feel that change, all right? And instead of giving you normal prompts and things like this week. In fact, you can do poetry if you want because I'm not the boss of you. You know, do whatever you like, right? I can't tell you what to do, though I do all the time. Instead of writing poems, I would really like to see you write short stories. And there's a reason for this, all right? Every time we sit down, because we have labeled ourselves poets, that label should be creative human being, right? But because we've labeled ourselves poets, we think that every time we sit down and pick up a pen, we have to write a poem, and we don't. If you give you more paintbrushes in the can, the more things you're going to get, more different different strokes. Now I feel like it's a TV. Wasn't that a TV show? I don't remember. I think I think that was a TV show. Anyway, the more things you have in your arsenal, the more things you're going to be able to fire when inspiration comes and 
get you, right? So by sitting down and writing a story instead of a poem, you're just giving yourself permission to free think. It's kind of like running around outside naked only. You're running around naked inside your brain. You know, you don't have that girdle of poetry binding you, forcing you to write a certain way. You just have fun and write. So what I want you to do, and we if enough of you do this, even if you send me a private message or just post on my page or something and let me know that your story's done, I may even do a special show one night where we can call in and read these just for shits and giggles and fun, right? But I want you to write two stories. And you don't have to have them done by next week. There's no time constraint on this. Just write two stories. And I want the first one to be about what I did this summer. And it has to be a real one. I want you to really write about what you did this summer. And then I want you to write a second story about everything you, I want it to be absolutely, totally made up, fantastical, absolutely sky's the limit when you come up with your ideas of what you did this summer. But totally bullshit, totally made up, fun, crazy. You know, if you could have done all the things you really wanted to do and some you didn't even know you wanted to do, some that you didn't know were legal or even possible or even existed before, Right? I want you to write a story about what I did this summer and have it all be total bullshit fun. And I would love to hear you read some of those to me. So if we get enough of you to do that, then maybe we'll have a fun show where we just kick back and listen to some of these stories. Please do that. I would love that so much, you guys, seriously. I don't ask for much, just for you to do everything I say every week. But besides that, you know, I ask so little. (laughs) All right, so we already played our track. I'm not going to play another one, even though I did it out of order. What I will do now is I am going to tell you what you can expect if you were on hold. First of all, if you want to be on hold, (laughs) the number to call in is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in and read tonight. We take callers in the order that you call in, so as I bring you on, listen for your telephone area code. When I do bring you on, please make sure you introduce yourself, make sure that uh, people know who's reading, and it's really important to always have your name attached to your work. All right. Right now you can read two poems. Keep the poems right around a five-minute mark. Be courteous to the people waiting in line behind you. If the lines get too busy tonight and I need to switch that around, Uh, and break it down to just one poem, then I will let you know. And if that happens on your turn, I am so sorry. All right, but right now you're good to go at two. All righty. When you are done reading, make sure that you give out your URL. It's really important for people to know how to come find you, to network with you, to start building that, you know, that, that community of people who inspire you and who are inspired by you and, you know, it's more important in this day and age than ever before. And for some of us 80s and 90s kids, we kind of struggle with that, you know, I think. So it's 
really important to do that, so make sure you give out your URL. And then remember, we have a mature rating. So no, dun, 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 dun. that was my 70 porn music. I was pretending like I had a stash and everything. All right, so no porn palms, no bumping body parts, no tab A into, uh, you know, tab a into slot B, nothing like that. Don't get graphic. You know, you can do romantic up homes, but... The, you know, the adult, adult porn poems are shows for that. This only has maturity on adults, so don't cross that line. You know where it is. Don't push it. Other than that, you guys are good to go. I'm going to give you the first three callers so you kind of have an idea where you are. We have 731 followed by 323 followed by 702. I do want to let area code 302 and 215 know that you are not in the lineup. So 302 and 215, if you guys would like to come on the air, please press 1. I have jotted your numbers down in the order that you called in, so if you press 1, that you don't have to uh, wait in line behind the people that did. I got you on here. So again, that's area code 215. 215, press 1 if you want to come on the air. And then also area code 302. 302. I got 215. We got you, hon. All right, so 302, if you would like to come on the air and share tonight, then please press 1. I'm trying to think if I remember. I think that's Paul. I hope I'm not wrong. Anyway, so, yeah, 302 if you want to come on. Oh, there you go. I got you. I got you all. Yes. All right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I just didn't want you sitting there all night long and wondering why I was ignoring you and not bringing you on the air. So there we go. All right. So our first caller, 731, you are on the air. Hi, Nyla. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Michael. How are you? Doing fantastic. I like the way you combine words. Like what? Uh, in this particular instance, uh, like if, I say, if it's knock, knock on the door, you say come in, and you take the word community, you pronounce it community. I don't think that's an act. Can I really? You did it on purpose. Yes, you do. Go back and listen to your, go back and listen to your play playback. Natural. I was probably that. I was probably like biting my tongue or something. <laughs> community. Anyway, community. I sent Do you I an email this community? past week. You, Am I you saying it respond. wrong? Community. Right. I, I sent you uh, an email this week. You did not respond. You need to go back and look at your real email. Honey, I've not been home all week long. I just got home yesterday night. That's so that's why. There's no rush. There's no hurry on this. I'm dealing with something that's 12 years old. Just There's a heading on it. It says Spirit Wild Chronicles. So it's just one question I asked you. So. Okay, I'm going to look. Check Check on that when you get a moment, please. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, since autumn is here, that means that storms are soon to follow. Horrible weather, stormy weather. So I have a poem from 2013 about stormy weather. This is how I'm going to usher in the autumn season, if you don't mind. Please. Stormy weather by Michael Todd. I like a clinging vine, although... Not the choking kind. Mesmerize me, if you will, but don't leave me in the dark. While not too good to be true, you were a hell of a find. While I'm leery of a raging fire, I appreciate the spark. It's not about who I called, but who answered the phone. 
falling prey to bad timing, no mood for a subtle surprise. I don't wish you to be lonely. I expected you were alone. No apparent reason to contemplate what this scene implies. <clears throat> the backstory here is I was warned by all my friends. You were trouble, the real kind that takes a person down. Confidence afforded, not rewarded, so the slide begins. Stepping in, the water was fine. Now I'm about to drown. You win some, you lose some, and some get rained out. Oak will stand forever unless you go against the grain. The thunder and lightning are a joy to behold, no doubt. Stormy weather is fine with me, but not after the rain. End poem. Wow. And when Gosh, did you I write used that? to be surly and full of bit. Huh? <laughs> when did you write that? Uh, 2013. I used to be full of vitriol. I was I was hateful. I was meaner than 900 hells when I got started writing. I was. <laughs> Good thing I didn't write poetry my first two or three years. Anyway, I got I got Michael. Over. What? Do you remember the week that we sat there and we were bullshitting about the train, and and then you said you better get ready for your show. Okay. That's the last message I have from you. On your regular email, Nala T. Oh. Check it. Yes, sir. Email. Oh God, the where the serious where the serious stuff goes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got gotcha. you. Do that. I was about ready to panic. Right. I thought everything was broken. No. So I love no. that piece. Oh. And you That's can, awesome. you, you know, you don't have fear, whether you're writing about a friendship, whether you're, it doesn't matter what you're doing, you know. If you want to be mean, it's there. But you're never an asshole, if that makes sense. Actually, I have been, but I try. I got, I got better. I got better. Since you're liking short stories and everything, I could flip and just do those from now on. I got way more of those than I got poems. You can your see so your do. short stories aren't really short stories; they're prose. So, okay, this I just printed this off. This is from a couple of years ago. This is just rambling. Okay, it's a, probably a horrible example of what you're looking for, but we'll try it anyway. This is. Armadillos by Michael Todd. Most nights when I drive home from work, I listen to internet radio with my lightweight headphones. And since the spring thaw, I've been hooked on the oldies, especially those elevator instrumental tunes, the one you can't recall the name for the first two minutes. Then it hits home, you say to no one in particular, Helen Reddy. Because she sang that song back when she was a big hit with the housewife crowd and getting rightly famous. But hey, I will admit she played a good part in Pete's Dragon, who had his own name in case you did not know. Pete's Dragon was named Norman, but his friends called him Bert. Not that a dragon has a great many pals. Now, I know there's no such thing as dragons, but if there was one, there's no doubt I'd run over that scoundrel while driving down a winding river country bottom road in the fog along about midnight while fighting to stay alert and listening to an 80-piece orchestra playing Moon River. And the proof of that is armadillos. 
For any of y'all that don't know what an armadillo is, just imagine a possum wearing a football helmet and track cleats. I don't know what the lure of the river is because surely to goodness these gallivanters can't swim. Oh, I suppose if you flip one over on his back, he might float, but at some stage he pulled that roly-poly maneuver and then it's glub, 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 he gone. Can you imagine the size and species of fish it would take to eat an armadillo? Sure you can, but I can't. And the reason I sold off my aquarium was I could not for the life of me pick names for a fish. Now, when my daughter Caitlin was a wee Todd, she could sure name her some fish. And while I was proud of her, when she'd name a hundred new fish and call them by the new names, and she was going to remember it right up today, we found out that guppies don't mix with goldfish because the goldfish ate up the guppies and turned that water tank into a shad pad. Those guppies were they were just sad when they came out because they well they just knew the goldfish were happy, especially when Caitlin said, "Look." Roy's having another batch of fishes. I told you I was not good at naming fish. Well, the point of this story is I'm going to let you in on the good news that tonight came to me. If I was to listen to some livelier music, I might be a little more alert. And sure enough, when I was crossing the third bridge, I saw an animal right smack in the middle of the road. But it was not an armadillo. It was a goat. I mean a real live goat. I hit my brakes and stopped just short of buffing his beard. I opened the car door to make sure he was okay, and as soon as I did, that goat climbed up and over me. I said, seriously, fella, you could not ride in here. And he said, why? And obviously I didn't have a good answer for that question, so I drove over the fourth bridge and on toward the hills where I stay. Now here I sit in my recliner while that goat's sleeping out on the porch swing. And even though it's 2.30 in the morning, I'm dying to call Caitlin up and get a good goat name from her. I can just hear her now saying, Daddy, if you name it, you can't eat it. I don't know why she always says that to me. She ought to be telling that to the goldfish. In peace. (laughs) So do you consider that a story or prose or poem? There's no poem to that at all. It's prose all the way. I just wanted to know where you, where your line was. Where, you know where my line is. That was, did it, if, it, if it didn't rhyme, it's not a poem. Now start throwing rocks at me. That, no, to me, poetry is lyrical works. like songs. To, to y'all, poetry is different. But I love y'all. That's love okay. y'all. You know the poets that I really, really write, like to read and I care about? Who's that? the ones that are alive and my personal friends. Now, granted, I've lost quite a few over the last few years, but they were alive at the time I became obsessed with their writing. In other words, you know I don't give a rat's ass about a classic poet. Don't care. Don't care a thing in the world about them. I don't. You give me, you give me their magic. You give me their books. You give me pictures of them naked. I don't give a rat's ass. They gone. That's another time and another place. The great poets of my life... Almost all of them, I read them on MySpace, and I think the world of them. Did then, do now. It's called community. People throw that word around so much, community. No, we really are a community. Are there a community, and I just get to kind of cling. Is that in poem? That's not a poem. 
That's just me talking. That wasn't a poem? No. I thought you were doing another... (laughs) No. No, I'm serious. I love it. That's how I talk in real life. I know. I thought I was listening to another piece of prose. I'm going, wow, wow, this is profound. (laughs) That would have been three. That would have been past my limit. You're going to have to go... You have to go back in the archives, and um, you're gonna have to go back in the archives and and write down everything you just said because it was great. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, we'll just leave it where it is. I tell you what, I need to do. <laughs> I need to step aside because there's a lot of people waiting to jump in. And since you went really fast with the early stages of the show, up to and including almost missing the assignments for the for the purpose of playing Constantine just a little early, which was just fine. Mm-hmm. You, you've done really well, and I don't want to mess that up. I don't want to put it in jeopardy. <laughs> well, you did fantastic, sweetheart. I appreciate you. Thanks. Nice to be here. Y'all have a Very wonderful time this evening. If anybody wants to come visit with me, you can come over and see me at mikedodd.blogspot.com. said that wrong. M-Y-K-E-T-O-D-D.blogspot.com. There you will find me always. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Love you. We'll talk to you next week, honey. Bye. <laughs> bye bye. I'm gonna go ahead. Did I give the first three callers? We have three, two, three, seven oh two, then we've got nine oh three after that. Let's go ahead and grab three two three. I think this is Mr. Sincere, if I'm not mistaken. You are correct. Good evening and um how are you? Hope everything's well. Absolutely wonderful, sweetheart. How are you doing this week? I'm excellent. I am so glad you were able you to call in. Uh, yeah, I, I decided, I said, let me get in and get out. Uh, you know, I know people got, you know, 20-minute phones. I'm not a long talker. I just want to say what I got to say and get in and get other people a chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait to see what you brought tonight. Excellent. My first one's called My Inspiration. My poetry inspiration is brought to you from the sixth song, Off the Chains of Those Who Jump Off the Slab of Stairs and Into the Sea of Misery. To the dead season, to the new seas, where the crown jewel, along with the rest of those elite in charge, threw me overboard, and my ancestors were are lying in wait for justice. They threw me back. I want my inspiration for poetry in this cusp of the Arabian sand dunes. When we try to be free from being enslaved to the no man. I want my poetry pearls to come ashore to see me cry from the ones that floated backwards inside a shark's belly. No one said anything about the real people of colors or shadows of death in green sheer of a princess, please. My inspiration. In peace. Absolutely incredible. Well, thank you. You are very welcome. Fantastic job on that, sweetheart. Thank you so much. I, I greatly appreciate that. And are you going to read two for us? Yes. I, I was just, okay, here it is. I just lost a pop. Okay. The second one is my playlist. My playlist, digging in my crates, 
on the back of my chair, spending many days alone. Once again, felt like I spent home wondering if I was going through life as a beat to my own self-inflicted gun wound. From the shock, I rang outside and inside my own private party track funk remixes. Digging my crate, looking for just that song. I came across what I assumed that made up a sound that can heal my inner screams off the waves that came to mind whenever I heard it on 94.7 The Wave. Hashtag lower support, no cap. You all might not know about that radio station that made quarters off jarred memories from songs long ago. Crashing inland every time each course plays out. The waves made me search hard for CDs just to play on my tape deck to reawaken my house inside a barbed wireless cocoon. Contemplating each secondary note that marked my time on earth as if there was no more resounding hope off the plea for runner's mercy's sake. You've seen, I've been thinking about life in the whole market scenery on Wall Street to the eastern shores of love. Downtown Abbey to the upstairs corral, listening to sympathetic crime in a windowsill archery. Come full circle as to how to make a man into a man and whatever climb out of the hole of satisfying, satisfying others. Mere thoughts about what is or isn't fair, foul, play checkers mate, or a dame miscue. I would buy a fourth grader's semiconductor to add together math off a blackboard from the white chalk that marks the symbol of perfection when singly out the fifth beat hi-hat double squares. Don't know if my self-inflicted ego would have stopped at the moment when passing the sixth graders framework for as far as label as the con artist looking to be that one who's looking in a crate full of stolen agendas, digging in my crate, my playlist. That's that piece. Absolutely phenomenon. Phenom- phenomenon. It's, you're, you're a phenomenon. It's phenomenal. <laughs> I can't see my endings mixed up. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so kindly. Let's, let's see if I can uh, say that three times real fast without biting my tongue again. <laughs> I greatly appreciate your platform. 15 years. I wish you 30 more. Um, thank you for the I appreciate you. You know, you've been coming. How long have you been coming here? Do you know? No. Um, I was recommended by Gina Storm, so I couldn't even tell you. I'll just come. I didn't, I didn't put dates for time in years. I have not talked to her in a while. Have you talked to her in a bit? Uh, I'm, I will reach out to her tomorrow. I'm going to call her tomorrow. I will. If, if Gina Storm is with me, uh, prepare for a call tomorrow. Swim. Well, she's not online, and I have not talked to her in a while. She posted 19 hours ago. That's why I keep tabs on you. Okay, they're still alive. They posted 19 hours ago. We're good. Right, 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 right. That <laughs> part, that part. I mean, that's horrible. You know, it's, it's horrible, but I do. You know, I'll sit there and I'll hear somebody for a while, so I have to go check their page and, read, you know, look and see if they posted. Right. And they're, okay, everything's good. It's scary. It's sad that that's the way it is now, right? Let me check and see if my it's friends are still alive. We're scared to reach out and talk after so uh, entwined with the social media and just the post instead of calling. That's, I guess that's the new form of non communication. Mm-hmm. Just to get a like or a dislike button is more important than reaching out to you and hear your voice. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, my love. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you, how much I appreciate you being part of our family. What a fan I am, so fangirling always. But um, oh, don't you tell everyone you how to... What? You. <laughs> you might not have knew that I had like a, bob- a sincere bobblehead doll and, you know, you know, bumper stickers and look outside your house at night. But other than that, it's really good. <laughs> oh, my God. I am so honored. I'm humbled by that because I didn't think anybody would appreciate my words. So thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, you can find me yeah, at... We love you. I appreciate it. Uh, Ed McKinney on Facebook. Um, Edwin McKinney on Facebook, um, Sincere slash Coach Ed on Instagram. I'm on Linktree. I believe it's Coach Ed. And you can find me at onehalfcourtpublishing.com on Instagram. That's my um, business uh, page for poetry and for those who want to become uh, authors and um, need some uh, freelance writers, et cetera, et cetera. Very cool. All right, sweetheart, thank you so much for calling in. I cannot wait to see what you bring next week. Absolutely, you said this is fall, so I'm going to have to dig in my short stories and make it happen. I would love for you to do that. Don't you think it would be kind of fun to get away from, I mean, to sit down and write a a story where you can just bullshit around and, and then, you know, listen to everybody's stories? I love doing, I love giving everyone the same, uh, prompt. Because it's absolutely thrilling for me to see everybody come back with something totally different. You know, and it really lets you know the spectrum that inspiration can have off a single topic when you hear all the different poems come back to that same thing. But something as, as cool as what I did this summer, totally made up. Can you know how cool and you know how right. amazing that would be to sit down and listen to everybody's stories? Right, right. Well, like you said, sipping giggles. Uh, i got to mm-hmm. say this, and I, and I won't take too long. When I started calling just to hear just to hear the show format, and you kept you know preaching about how cool was reaching out, I was doing those. Didn't know I was doing it because somebody said it wasn't a how cool was a product. So I was challenged. I've been doing that for years. Anybody follow me? Anybody also followed me for years? I've done short stories just because I was told I couldn't do it. And then I always had somebody on Facebook say that's not short story. I said, then I always challenge them. So since you're better than me, teach me how to format a short story if it's my words in my through my lens. And a short story is what fifteen lines, twenty lines, or does it? it, it a short story could be four lines, five lines. So tell me if you that mastery degree in short story tell me. So I always was fascinated by things you have, you know, gave us prompts and things, and I greatly appreciate it because I look back at my work, I'm like, I've done that. I look back 10 years ago, 12 years ago, when I was hurting, going through my pain, going through my life. I've done that. So I would definitely find one and, and bring it to you. Do you want to hear my favorite short story I've ever written? Absolutely. Let's go. Let's go. It's called First Love. Ooh. The End. That's it. That's the story. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Is and I'm going to give story? you one that's even better than that. Okay. Contemplation was her misery. Hmm. Mm. Now I'm contemplating. God damn it. <laughs> Look what you did to me. 
Uh, for one, you know, you, uh, uh, I appreciate. Look, we, you and I can talk all day. We got people waiting. I love you. Respect you. What you're doing. I'm honored. Thank you so much. Thank you, sweetie. And get that short story written. You can help me host the show if uh, you do. Oh, I already, I already got several. I just got to pick which one that's going to. I got to. No, you have to do the assignment. What I did last summer totally yes, made up and make believe. Well, okay. Well, I got several of those. Well, okay. I'll write them in one so You can't it. use when you've already written. You have to do it off the prompt. Oh, I don't think anybody read them. Well, it okay. doesn't matter if they yeah. read them or not. I'll know. I'll know. No, it has yeah, to be a true. brand that's new one you okay. writ tonight or whenever, yeah. but it has to be a brand new one. It has to be totally made up and nonsensical and all the stupid shit you can think of to convince us that you really did these things last summer. I mean, did you go scuba diving in a volcano or what? No, I went um, online surfing for love and find that of the octopus at the end of the line. Not understanding <laughs> that you... So it was a girl that has all hands? Yes. And no brain. Beauty, but but no mic. <laughs> so have fun with this story. Let me know when it's done. I'll keep pushing everyone else to do it, and you can uh, help host the show with me. Okay? Done, and I'll send it to you tomorrow because <laughs> it's already done. <laughs> well, some lines. <laughs> you haven't written it yet. Yes, ma'am. Done deal. And I, I will know because if the word umbrella Ooh. and lime jello are not somewhere in that story, I'll know you didn't write it tonight. Damn. Okay, I really so somewhere in there you have to fit in an umbrella and lime jello. Okay. Man, that's real amazing. It's real rough for me. All right, hon. <laughs> Good night. Thank you, sweetheart. Have fun with that. Yes, ma'am. All right. Bye-bye, hon. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 702, Mr. Word Machinist in the house. That was my Nyla, Nyla, Nyla. Jimmy Ray Davis at your service. How are you, dear? Wait a minute. I got a real drum roll. I'm trying Hey. You take the All right. That's what I'm talking. Now you know why I keep coming back. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, uh, so so I have been branching out. I told you a little bit. I'll talk a little bit more about that after the first piece. Try to keep it quick. But uh, everywhere I'm, everywhere else I'm posting, I'm, I'm able to do some creative things, and I'm doing a, so how, a lot how, of wait, 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 I'm interrupting you because that's what I do. Just remember where you are. How are you liking TikTok? Uh, you know what? It's actually um, it's actually pretty cool. It's it's got a bad rap because there's a lot of crazy stuff over there. But the reality is, is that you yeah. But the thing with TikTok is you see what you control your algorithm. So if you watch mm-hmm. a bunch of crazy shit, you're gonna get a bunch of crazy shit. If you watch nothing but cooking shows, that's what you're gonna get, uh, or cooking videos. Um, and I have discovered recently two things I really like about it is uh, I can express uh my poetry very creatively there in terms of video and uh, in fact i spent about all day yesterday about eight hours total on my most recent video uh that i just posted and a lot of editing a lot of a lot of uh, you know video audio everything mixed together and the other thing i discovered is there is a really 
huge poetry community on TikTok. And mm-hmm. we're talking about serious, serious poets and authors, and a lot of them are following each other, and it's it's pretty exciting. It's something that I'm, I'm starting to be a part of now. Do you so remember the conversation it. we had? A little while ago, and you were upset because you didn't have, not upset wasn't the word, you were concerned, you didn't know what was going on because the readership wasn't your normal readership that you were used to. And, you know, we were talking about MySpace and then talking about Facebook and and all of that, and I told you that, you know, because you'd been gone from the circle for a little bit, that there were things, things that had changed. And back in MySpace days, that was like, the magical kingdom that unless you were part of that community, you will never understand how incredible it really was as an artist. You know, and then things moved over to Facebook and they got a little less personal, a little more commercial, a little more, you know, not as intimate. Facebook was so intimate. And then nowadays there's so many things going on that – you know, people don't have time to just sit. It isn't like it used to be. You know, I, I'll post something. It used to be I would post something and I would have, you know, two, three hundred people comment on it. You know, now I'm lucky if anyone reads it. You know, just because people are busy. You know, don't they don't have time, and it's not the same as it was back in MySpace days. And one of the things that I wanted to tell you, because remember I told you that as soon as I got unbusy, there was something I wanted you to do that would absolutely, you would love and that was perfect for you, and that was TikTok. That's what I wanted to talk to you about and tell you about, because you were absolutely made to do that. And it's it's so much more, of, I mean, it's like the new, and basically it's kind of like the new visual MySpace. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, I definitely can see that parable. Uh, you know, and you're right. Well, you're right in a sense. I mean, think people are busier. They're doing different things. Uh, but really, it's more about the lack of those type of uh, places. You know, MySpace, people were busy then, too. Maybe not as much online because there wasn't as much going on. But we had that, and we grafted to that. And I'll give you proof that, we spent a lot more exists. time online then, too. I'll give you proof that that mentality still exists to this day with three simple words. Three simple words will tell you it still exists. You know what those three words are? What's that? Speak Easy Cafe. Because regardless of how busy, we, we're here every week, and we wouldn't miss it for the world. And that says that speaks volumes. Uh, MySpace is a joke. I mean, Facebook. Facebook is a joke because Facebook does not have that, any outlet for that sense of community, and the algorithm is all over the place. So that's why people are all over the place, and there is no real community like there was on MySpace. So that's as simple as I can put it. Um, There's nothing personable enough about it. I mean, it's the only social media that I use. I'm not not on TikTok. I, I mean, I have a Twitter page, but I probably haven't logged into it. In ten years, no lie. You know, think of the lack of think of the lack of creativity on Facebook. I mean, they took everything away. You on on MySpace, you could do colored fonts, you could do pictures any way you wanted them. You could put captions. Your background, I mean, your is, music, yeah, everything, playlist. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And Facebook is simply white background, same text, 
I mean, it, because they're not interested in that. They're interested in milking their product, which is us, for uh, money, ad revenue. And, and I'm not, you know, whatever. There's a, a free enterprise, but, and we're all guilty of it because we're all there. But we're there for each other, not for them, because that's where we are. Well, the difference is so, on, on MySpace, they used their bandwidth and all that or whatever it is, their, you know, resources mm-hmm. on use your content on Facebook right they use it on advertising so if you only you know if a right. you know a site only has so much right. space on it on its servers you know MySpace use that space on their servers so that the users could have content on Facebook it's the other way around it's their content it's and they really lose a little bit yeah, no, it's really true. Uh, well, I just posted, speaking of Facebook, I just posted this one today. I wrote it about a month ago because that's how far ahead I am in poems. Uh, this is called Jester. White rivers rush crushed granite hearts. Kick, cockle, scream madmen aching for a cult thrash, and the ashtray is overflowing. Seas dry in record time. Jester must be going. Phallic stone pillars perpetually hard. Totems of male ambiguity, disguised in monk robes and purple leather trousers, rabble rousers without a trace of guilt for the ultimate sin. Weary garden gates pushed into disrepair, jester cares not, as vegetables have all spoiled over, imbuing the soil, toil of strong men, yet stronger women working, emotional thinkers doing it all. Jester laughs at jokes told by heathens and politicians. In man clothes and hats, skittering unseen to upend amendments, tittering merrily, for they've guessed not. Jester is a she. Stretching languid amid the Grecian girls, uttering sighs no one can hear. Single tear runs amuck, stuck in this myriad of freedom and confinement, blinded as concrete men forge their unwanted structure. Wow. That was block by block perfectly built. Holy crap. (laughs) That was actually, I believe that was inspired heavily by by collecting my old poems from MySpace, kind of reading them again. And um, and I think you probably agree that style or that, you know, formation of with the internal rhyming and just, throwing out the imagery like that is indicative of a lot of my early work. Uh, so mm-hmm. that was, it's kind of fun to revisit that a little bit. Now, I did tell you that I, that I had I want to speed this up. I know we got people waiting, me and you like to talk. And um, I know you're waiting for fall. I was going to tell you this real quick. I know everybody's getting ready for fall and earlier on the show. Oh, my goodness, the bad weather's coming. I'll give you a hint. In Vegas, fall for us means your summer. We're finally getting your summer. Because it's not cold, and it's not going to get cold for a while here. Uh, so now on, uh, we, we talked about TikTok. Now I am using different programs to produce videos on there, and it's great. I'm reaching more people and, and getting stuff out there. I'm not still going to post on Facebook. So I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to forget anybody, and I'm always going to be here. By the way, I'm hashtagging Speakeasy Cafe on everything I post. If you ever go over there, you'll see it. Every post I have has a hashtag for Speakeasy Cafe. Whatever that does. I love you so much. How much? Well, that's how much you mean to me, and how much the show means to all of us that call in. Uh, so you know the you know the poem holding on. 
just outside Ashburg, Illinois. You have the track. You've played it before on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've spoken on the show. That is my new video. So the video is, like I said, a lot of work, a lot of hours. So I'll, if you're not uh, active on TikTok now, I will send you, uh, direct send you that video on uh, Messenger. And But I thought, you know, what a fitting time to revisit that poem and uh, kind of bring that back. I mean, I don't know if you call it a plug, maybe. But if you're on, if for anybody who's on TikTok, I'd definitely check it out. Not uh, necessarily to speak of the breadth or greatness or anything of that poem. And poems are, for each of us, what they are. But to get an idea of what you can do with your poetry on there with video and audio and just combining it together like, you know, like I was doing a decade ago, but now um, now with an outlet for it, more of an outlet for it. So this is Holding On, just outside Ashburg, Illinois. You disrobed in a hyacinth morning amid the blossoms in the meadow. Head shake in the bronze velvet of your hair was dazzling in the early morning sun. I watched unhindered from the Thompson's barn, eyes never wavering from your splendor. You flickered with the breeze as you danced the dance of angels. Hypnotized by your haunting beauty, I stumbled and fumbled with the latch. As you looked into my eyes with shimmering orb pools, the blue of the tides, and I ran pell-mell down a dirty gravel road, kicking rocks in my wake. Too many mornings in the last year, I found myself here in this dilapidated barn, like a forgotten rusty pitchfork or a prolific peeping tom, but that's not my game. Nor does it begin to explain my lasciviousness, which borders on fanaticism. The fruit trees frame the day like a destry photograph, unpurged by shadows and lines, antiquities of another time, and the rhyme that flows from my lips, ancient and sublime, a capturing of moments until, like you, they are gone. I ride a freight to Ashburg, for it seems a sacrilege to drive. The countryside rolls out before me, lucid in its timelessness, buffered on the winds of unchanged. Strange how the hills seem to bask in the everglow of the glory of the story of life. Stoic and quiet as though watching. I tip the felt brim of my hat as Ashburg greets the train. Making my way through the sleepy village, I hurry as I am late. Sprinting the length of gravel, I slip into the opening of the barn, wending my way to the window, gazing out at the visage of your nakedness right before you disappear. It seems I just missed your ghost, so I trudge a forgotten path to your grave, simply to say, I'm sorry. End poem. Mm, you still with me, Isla? <laughs> now can you hear me? Uh, uh, yeah, I can now. For a while, I couldn't hear you. I was like, I was like, Holy damn, was it that crap. bad? I mean, I know I've read it a few times, but, you know. <laughs> I was talking yeah, to you, and, and it was, I was like, holy crap, when, and that was amazing. And, and uh, I, I, you know, I, I know I've got it on the recording, but I love hearing you read it live and blah, 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 and you couldn't hear me, and I don't know what was going on. And I so, 
Yeah, I can hear you. And stunned silence is usually the last thing, you know, we want to hear. I mean, even if someone yells at you, at least that's something. But, <laughs> but I figured something happened. I'm like, uh, Nyla, are you there? Um, <laughs> that's yeah, the only so, way, that's Nyla, the only that's, way I you know, knew that you couldn't hear me is when you said that. So, yeah. I've been doing radio <laughs> since I was 18 years old. You know, no dead so, air yeah. ever. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah, so it's fun to revisit that, and um, it's it's special to me because it was it was right in there when we were doing the first recordings and the first shows, and the, and the MySpace uh, community was together. So uh, poems and uh, of that from that era are always special and always fun to do again. Uh, we do have uh, October coming up, as you know, Halloween. And, you know, for Word Machinist, that means a lot of scary, spooky stuff. Um, we'll be bringing back all the old... Uh, horror classics, uh, Old Bill and Abattoir, Midnight Skinner, The Curse, Silent Hospital, uh, Mimic, Monster in My Closet, all that good stuff uh, to scare the Jesus. Can I give you homework? You going to give me homework when I just told you I got all these poems to dig out? What do you got? (laughs) Well, yes, I am. Do you not know me? How long have you known me? I'm and you and I don't know how long you know me because I'll do it occasionally. But what do you got? <laughs> I want you to write because we're talking about all short stories and you do a lot of prose and stuff like that. So this will fit right in there. But I want you to write a haunted story about the speakeasy using the people who come to the speakeasy as characters in your poem. No pressure on that one, huh? No. So is this due on Halloween? Is this due on Halloween? It's due whenever you get it done. Whenever you want. There's no time. I'm not the boss of you. I will. I will. You know, I may rent you from useful. Misty for a day to make sure it gets done, but <laughs> she's the real boss of you. I will. Remind me. Um, I will, because uh, it's you, I will definitely give it consideration. And... To roll things along, Nyla, I love you. I appreciate you. Uh, Jimmy Ray Davis, Word Machinist, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I'm, I'm still working on the other ones. Uh, YouTube, um, I got videos up there. Um, all my recorder tracks, ReverbNation.com forward slash Word Machinist. And, of course, TikTok. I'm telling you, posts. if you're not there, check it out. Big community there, lots you can do. Come on over, check out what I've got. Put some of your own stuff up. Follow me, I'll follow you back. Nyla, I'll send you that video, and thank you again for a wonderful evening and for providing us with this unique, one-of-a-kind, awesome opportunity every week. Appreciate you, and it's you guys that do this, so thank you. And we will talk to you next week, hon. All right. Yes, you will. Good night. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye. Okay. 903, Eric, are you with me? Hello, Nyla. Yes, this is Eric Shellman. How are you doing? I am so glad you're here and so early. Did Dad let you off early? Yeah, he did. I felt sorry for him because I overheated. I was doing, I was caulking a house with silicone. Ew. And I had to pick up a big ladder and move it around, and I was on a hill. So that was fun. But uh did get pretty hot. That's all right, though. Are you I'm still chilling, down towards so. Texas? Yeah, still down in Texas. Yeah, my account just got hacked. I just got a new one. I had, I had you already. 
So I saw the invitation. It's like, what? What's going on there? Yeah. So, so uh, how did it get hacked? I went to it look at my check-ins. Yeah, well, no, actually it didn't. What happened was I had Facebook app, and uh, I couldn't log out. Like, I log in and out every day, right? Just like I'm guessing everybody else. But um, I went to go, I pressed log out, and I couldn't log out, and I couldn't change my password. And also, I couldn't uh, get my po- my like poetry page up and post to it. And then, after all that fantastic <laughs> madness, I went to my check-ins and found out that I was in Lagos, Nigeria, and I was also in Hong Kong. And I was like, I've never been to either one of those. And you didn't so take somebody me? Somebody was infiltrating. I know, right? We could we have went somewhere and, like, had some street food, hung out, been cool people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been to Africa, just not Hong Kong, that's all, and not Nigeria. But that's fine. But anyway, so I figured all that out, and I was just like, all right, well, um, you know, this happens at least more than once a year. I always get hacked for some crazy reason. And I do change my password, and I do have a good password and, you know, so on and so forth. But that's all right. I'm still here, so and I made the show. That's what counts, right? <laughs> exactly. So, anyways, I got a brand-new poem. Uh, so Gina... Uh, Carilia, or yeah, Carilia, uh, Carilio, my bad. Anyway, I just talked to her. She said she's still going to try to get on the show. She's had a long day, so she's not going to be on tonight. But anyways, we just wrote this. So uh, we've been doing collaborations, as as you already know. And uh, this is our newest one. And we got it in uh, RDW, and they do Poetry 365. Um and it's an anthology. Anyways, we we got uh, two of our poems previously published in the in their um, in in this anthol in this anthology, and he has a whole lot of anthologies. Anyway, so here we go. So this one's called "Grief" by Eric Shulman and Black Widow poet, A.K.A. Gina Carillo. I cried today. My past is fading away, stricken with grief. Writing to find a release, remembering stories now filled with ghosts. I'm just a host with a tormented mind, at times hard to keep it all in, replacing all of my sins, unable to press rewind. This is a torture that is extremely unkind. Thoughts left unheard. It is the longing to finish a word. Too much left unsaid. Didn't get to do at all before you were dead there is no relief you try to hold back tears hidden hurts of grief are tucked into your pocket struggling through the years keeping a loved one inside a locket sorrow fills me when when i'm awake and nightmares haunt me in my sleep how much can a soul take tragedies are sad gifts i keep it was too much for me could i be free from these wounds just let me be i was lost nowhere to be found rebuilt myself in the depths of despair decided to always stay there instead i strive survive and thrive through pressing forward as best that i may trying my darnest hardest and fondest not thinking of them being gone forever 
However, reminding myself of our memories together, realizing that I can't ever bring him or her back, losing myself sanity and mad, madness, sadness, and badness. Let me mourn, be torn, and deal with my forlorn. Let me grief over him or her as I fit to hit, to omit, to omit, and to remit continuously, reflecting their greatness, straightness, and innateness, reconstructing myself every day, hoping I will get to stay with them once more. Learning to live without him or her is a whole lot harder than most people think. Full lengths, full strengths, and wavelengths help me hope, cope, and not mope about it. That's in peace. Wow. You did really, really well on that one. I'm impressed. Very good job. Thank you so much. And I'm still trying to get her on the show, so hopefully she'll be able one day. I just told her the show's three hours. She's like, oh, wow, that's long. <laughs> like, yeah, it's long for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I wanted to do a little haiku I just wrote, actually. Uh, so here we go. I just, just I listened to the... Uh, <clears throat> To the show and doing it. So I did write down your, uh, th- I think they're 12, I think, or maybe no, they're not 12, maybe they're 8 from the last show. I got, so I'm going to actually write down every single one, and what I should do is make like an epic poem of Nyla Alicia's, uh, of your of your uh, writing prompts, and turn it into a big ass fucking poem, and then send <laughs> it, and then I could just read it like periodically. Um, on your show, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, write one for every one that you have a poster to. And then, I mean, it's going to take a long time to do that, but I can get, you know, started. Anyways, I wrote the last eight, so I'm going to start doing those. Uh, and then I'll talk to Gina, and we're going to do a couple collaborations. And then if I can ever get on, we can read them too. So, all right, well, here's the haiku. Cool. Thank you, yeah. That would be awesome. Um, all right, so... uh here we go. This one is a so haiku. Sinru need not scare, dare, bear, pair, fair, tear, wear, ensnare you. That's the end piece. That was so short. I guess I mean it's a haiku, but still. Yeah. Do you have another haiku? Yes, I do. I just wrote it. All right, constructed either spontaneously, forced rhymes, rhythms, forms, structures. I was doing one on poetry. (laughs) Haikus, you get two for the price of one, guys. (laughs) Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) That's awesome. We appreciate you. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it, and thanks for your platform. Thanks for everything you do. Thanks to the sponsors. Uh, I'd like to give uh, Jimmy Ray... Uh, Davis a shout out. I like his poetry too. And uh he's he's inspired me several times. Uh, but uh I appreciate all the poets and, and poetesses. And get this, I got something to say real quick, like for like two seconds. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. I went to open white night here in town where I live and uh there's you know, there's four people there and uh there's not usually a whole lot of people there anyway, that's fine. But anyways, I was talking about a poetess 
and using the word, and I had this guy that's a little older than me correct me and tell me that poetess is a dead word. And I said, listen here. I said, poetess is a word, and I'm not going to argue schematics or phonetics or whatever you want. Like, poetess is a, a Latin word, as a Latin derivative of poet. Yes, of course, a lot of women call themselves a poet, and that's fine, but I choose the poetess, and it's my choice. But I've never been silenced like that before. I mean, it's yeah, of course, I've been censored at shows. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot more. Yeah. That's why I use it. But it was just crazy. I was like, what? He's just tripping about it. I was like, it's a word, man. <laughs> I mean, it's a, you know, it's a lot better word than, you know, an insult. But, yeah, no, it is endearing. It's just crazy. I didn't know if you ever heard someone trip out about a word that you like. That's like I say, hell yeah, all the time. It's like a Texan thing. And I had this one dude. He was like, he was one of my coworkers, and he said, why don't you ever say heaven yet, Eric? And I'm like, hell yeah is not a connotation to worship the devil or go to hell. It's a saying of excitement. It's not a it's not a good or bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. But uh I'll let I'll let the next poet come on. I know you got I know you got a lineup. But thanks so much for your show. Thanks for uh letting me read my poetry and uh I'm still working on, uh, I'm going to turn still a country boy. I might change the name, but I'm going to do, I'm going to turn it into an epic poem, and it'll be a real life. I might even call it Epic Poem of Eric Shelm, but I haven't decided that yet. But I am I am working on that, and I would like to make myself an epic poem. Uh, maybe next week I might read some from the Egyptian Book of the Dead or the the uh, Egyptian pyramid text, which I've already read. Well, the, the pyramid text, the, the other ones I'm still working on as well. So, But they're they're pretty long, but I might be able to read a couple. Uh, there's a few scenes that you might like, but I'll just read. I already got them copied. So. But, yeah, I'll, I'm going to try to be on next week, and uh, I'll be on Facebook uh, when I can, and hopefully I don't get hacked again. <laughs> That'd be nice. So, Are you going anyways, to be writing a Halloween night. story for the show? Uh, yes, I will, yeah. And I'm down to write the the bullshit summer and the real summer because I had a shitty summer this year. So, <laughs> and I, well, I want to hear I the make-believe crazy. Well, of course. That's a good part, yeah. But no, I will, make a, I will make a Halloween one to speak easy, too, with the characters of the show. You could be one. You could be one of my characters. Oh, that would be cool. Want to be want to be part one of my characters or not? Of course. Yeah? Okay, cool. Yeah. Of well, I'll write the story and uh, I'll get that done. I still, you know, of course, I already have my Halloween poems already. I still have my autumn too. So, but uh, I'm going to be reading. Um, no, I'm still reading short stories from like the 20th century, but that's fine. <laughs> But they're pretty good, though. I like, to, and I want to venture out and get better at short storying too, one day. And so I just have to do it. I've written like five short stories in my life, so I got I got into short stories with Poe, and uh, and uh, a few other a few other ones as well when I was younger. But I need to get back into that flow and get into the mindset of both, 
because we don't have to just be a poet, you know, or just a poetess. We're creatives, so we can create whatever we want. But anyways, have a great night. Uh, Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Uh, Happy fall, everyone. It is the first day of fall. It is. I'm so excited. I can't even tell you. Okay, I can tell you. Yeah, me too. Well, it's also, you know, (laughs) Halloween. It's my birthday, so, and I celebrate it. 365 days of the year, so yeah, people call me crazy. Yeah, huh? Oh, Halloween Halloween is my birthday. birthday. I know, but you said you celebrate celebrate 365 days. (laughs) I like. Yeah, I celebrate both. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I celebrate (laughs) both at the same time. (laughs) Well, thanks so much. Sorry to take up time. I'll uh, try to be on next time, and I'll get all those prompts uh, as soon as I can. And I'll try to merge. Uh, I might write them individually, but stick them together. So, and then uh, once I get all that done, I could actually probably send you the whole thing if you want, um, like at your at your email. And because uh, it's going to be way too long for Facebook, that's for sure. <laughs> I already have poems that are way too long, and I can't even post them. I have to go through. I have to go to a form off Facebook <laughs> to post the link. So, but yeah, that's going to be an adventure. That's for sure. But yeah, I'll get that Halloween speakeasy one and then I'll do the summer real and the summer suck. I mean the summer fake and the summer suck. So yeah. Perfect. And I don't hate summer either, but (laughs) all right. Well, I'll talk to you next week. Sorry to keep yagging on, but uh, I will try to be on next week and have a great night. I love you, Nyla. Thanks so much for everything you do for us. Love you too, sweetheart, so much. Come on. Thank you so much. Okay. Appreciate it. All right. Talk to you later. Thank you, Eric. Bye-bye. You're welcome. All righty. Our next caller comes from area code 219. Brother O, are you with us? Is that Brother O, 219? Hey, sweetheart, I'm doing great. How are you, honey? I'm doing good. Awesome to hear from you. Good. It's good to, good to be on. <laughs> what do you have for us tonight? Surround yourself with people who, that's the title of my poem. Surround yourself with people who believe in you more than you believe in yourself. Surround yourself with people who want you to succeed and prosper. Surround yourself with people who want to see you blessed. Surround yourself with people who have your best interests at heart. Surround yourself with people who genuinely love and care about you. Surround yourself with people who encourage you to be your best original self without having to change to nobody. Surround yourself with people with who you share five to ten things in common with. Surround yourself with people who make you laugh and put a smile on your face. Surround yourself with people who challenge you to improve the quality of your life. Surround yourself with people who help you focus on your good qualities. Surround yourself with people who are not afraid to tell you the truth. Surround yourself with people who are not afraid to correct and rebuke you when you're wrong with your left shoes. Surround yourself with people 
or non judgmental about your past. Surround yourself with people who love and accept you for the unique brother or sister that God created you to be. Surround yourself with people who support your goals, visions, and dreams. Surround yourself with people who are going in the same direction as you are. Surround yourself with people who are asking to apply value to your life. Surround yourself with people who are loyal friends and family that got your back. Surround yourself with people who are successful and constantly pursuing greatness. And surround yourself with people who check up on you to see if you need anything while you are going through difficult seasons and hard times in your life and poem. You know, it is important. There's a there's really good message in there because it really is important to do that to, you know, put people in your lives that are going to be a positive influence who are going to push you, who you can relate to, who can inspire you, who can be creative with you. You know, way too often, you know, we feel like we are seriously obligated to have toxic people in our lives, and that's absolutely, you know, we aren't revolving doors. You know, we don't have to have toxic people in our lives. We can choose to have, you know, it's like if somebody treats me poorly, you know, I I don't get mad, I don't yell at them, I don't scream, I just, you know, they just are erased. You know, they say the, the sword's mightier than the pen, but I'm telling you there is nothing more ferocious or final than the eraser. Right. Or the, pen, the pen's mightier than the sword, but there's nothing yes, that outdoes the power of the eraser. You know, so, yeah. Good message in there, dear. Thank you. Are you going to read two tonight? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Now the second form is called What's Your Excuse? My dear brothers and sisters, they continue to make excuses to blame others for our misfortunes in life. You want to know something? All of us face challenges daily and deal with situations. Either we have to overcome making excuses for what has transpired in our lives. I can come up with numerous reasons to make excuses for my physical limitations, deficiencies, and shortcomings. Differences on that type of brother's got that extraordinary determination to make do with what I got to live life to my fullest potential. I don't have time to make excuses for what has occurred so far in my life. I always put forth my best efforts to overcome my unique challenges daily. You won't ever hear me complain about my situation because I won't do any good at all. If I could survive having three open heart surgeries and numerous procedures that live a very good life despite my unique set of challenges, what's your excuse? If I can overcome being placed in special education classes and then graduate from high school and college with a 3.0 GPA, what's your excuse? I can endure bullying and later on down the road learn to forgive those who ridiculed, mocked, and made fun of me. What's your excuse? I've all made myself to, to have to solve the personal tragedy in my family, being published in several books and winning 
numerous awards, including the four National Spoken Word Awards for overcoming the year and earn national recognition, what's your excuse? If I can use my gifts and talents to speak the truth and have the ability to inspire courage thousands of people and gather uh, a loyal group of supporters and followers, what you, what's your excuse? If I can go through over 15 years of unemployment due to illness and get numerous opportunities, to be self-sufficient, brother, what's your excuse? If I serve as a deacon with faithfulness and consistency for over 15 years, despite my shortcomings, what's your excuse? I know numerous brothers and sisters who have overcome test, child, uh, tribulations, tragedies, abuse, jacked-up situations, limitations in their own lives. Now, what's your excuse? If I can overcome my speech impairments to be a powerful voice and figure influence in the national poetry community and start trends that transcend the poetry game and start trends that change the game, what's your excuse? I can manage having a fixed income for over 10 years. What makes you believe that I'm not capable of providing opportunities for others to succeed and become the first thing in my family? What's your excuse? If I learn how to market and promote my brand of poetry without taking classes in marketing, if I learn how to make a CD down there at the hospital with my own with my own beats and serve as an example for thousands of many other poets, what's your excuse in poem? <laughs> What's your excuse? Good question, right? Right. What's your excuse? Hmm. I don't know. I don't have one. Right. All right, sweetheart. Great job on both of those pieces tonight. I'm really glad that you were... Um, Able to come on, able to read. Hope everything is going well over there with you. Yeah, yes, it is. Still going well. Still is. <laughs> awesome. All right, sweetheart, tell everyone how they can come find you. I can be found on Facebook under the name of my brother Gavin. Uh, I do, uh, I, sometimes I do Facebook live videos. I host a show every week, Voices Beyond the Pen. And uh, pretty soon I'll be hosting uh, like uh, like a Facebook live TV show. You know, I got a lot of good things coming up. Just completing my the CD project that I worked on over the summer in the hospital. But things things are looking good for me right now. And thanks for your prayers and prayers and support every week. Cause I appreciate it. Well, we appreciate you, sweetheart. No problem. All right, and we will talk to you next week? Yes. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. Our next caller 
area code 832. 832. Mr. Blue, I am singing to you because I'm waiting for you to say hello. Am I blue over you? Because you're a poet and we think you are super duper. Hey, you know. I can't think. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not rhyming. I just suck. I would oh, never okay. do free verse. <laughs> hey, honey. Hey, free verse is, is where, I've, where I ended up at. I didn't start there, though. Well, not free yeah. verse. I do free verse. What I'm trying to th- think is, um, what do they call it when they just spit one on the spot? Oh, you, you know, know that poet word. The, the, the flow. <laughs> Something. Why can't I think of the word? Uh-huh. God, I must be getting old. <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, it's something like that. I don't. I don't. You know, let's put it this way. I I look at folks and you know whatever they. Whatever style or whatever way, uh, you know, gets it done for them in terms of, you know, them being able to, you know, use a, use the structure. Hey, go for it, man. Just because I can't do it doesn't mean I'm going to sit there and look down on someone else who can, you know. Yeah. So... Well, so what do you As have you know, tonight, my sweetheart? Well, I'm trying to... Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm trying to like find you're it. in a really good mood. Well, let's put it this way. I had a really, really bad tooth in, in, in uh, giving me a whole bunch of stuff. And... And I mean, just, oh, good God, I thought my head was going to split. And um, I finally just got tired of the pain, and I pulled it out. And it's like, hell yeah. You All pulled it out? Damn straight. I wasn't waiting for that shit to just that's, someone else that's to do just that shit. Like... I, I ain't got no time for that. <laughs> you know, I, I always said I got that I would relief. go back in time travel travel until the mm-hmm. first time I got a toothache. Yeah. Well, I, I've, uh, yeah, I mean, I've looked at, I've done, I, I, I do what I got to do, basically. I'm not trying to, again, I don't promote it to anybody else. I just know what I have to do to make sure that I can take that next step. Because if I don't, it really, really gets on me, and I don't need that. I do not need that. It is like, I mean, because, I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it, the older I get, you know, I'm, it's, I see more things. I feel more things, obviously. And I don't want my own personal uh, pain on a, you know, on a physical level to color, you know, my interaction with other people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I have enough to deal with in terms of, you know, idiots who want to talk smack and and think that their ignorance is, is better than intelligence and, you know, whatever else it is they try to pull off or, you know, put over like, you know, 
they're, they're like they're actually doing something. And it's like, no, man, get the hell up out of my face. So to add to that something that I can actually take out of the equation makes absolutely no sense to me at all. If I can take it out of the equation, I'm going to. You know what I mean? So. I Yeah, I do. That's how I see it anyway. You know, that way it's just easier. Because, I mean, it, you know, I mean, I, you know, people, I don't know how much people realize as far as, like, you know, how, you know, much their own emotions and whether it's coming from the outside in or the inside out. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they realize just how much it really just hurts them and puts another dent in them as opposed to, you know, where it's where they think it's being directed to. And I, I just, I don't have any, I mean, I, I get, I get to this place where, where I'm looking at things like that and it's like, you know what? I really don't have any time for that crap. It looks, it, 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 it to me, it's just unnecessary. It's extra and I don't need it. So I, you're not anyway, getting an argument from me. <laughs> just, just saying, you know, that, like I said, that, that's me. I mean, other people do, do it their own way, I suppose. Anyway, I finally found it. Uh, this is a piece uh, that I was telling you last week about. It's, it's, uh, it wouldn't take much for it to be, uh, you know, some song lyrics of one kind or another. And uh, I like it just because it's just the, the, just even the way the, uh, the title came to me was just, you know, I was thinking about, uh, well, I've been reading a book called um, Great, The Great Vanishing Act. And in this sense, it's talking it's uh, talking in terms of Native people and how the CDIB cards are used, and CDIB meaning Certified Degree of Indian Blood. And, uh, you know, just a lot of the, the, the kind of like the, the, the factual perception of it, as well as the, I guess you could say, more flesh-on-the-bones look at it and in terms of how people see it. It's a paper genocide, and it's one that's being used on a level of federal government issue, basically, in terms of, you know, well, do you qualify for this program or not? And that is a, that is also, you know, a lot of that times how the, you know, they, you know, it, it's gotten to a point where they, the, the native, a lot of the native uh, nations, you know, are, are basically policing themselves off of this ludicrous method. There are other methods. I mean, they can. There's there are ways that they could use something more traditional, in terms of approach, and still get the job done and to keep out what you know, to keep out the want the wannabes. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to, you know, go too far up into that. But it's just a case of you know, there's a lot of different things that could be instituted as means of uh, being able to guarantee that you know that the, the people who are involved in that particular community are who they say they are and it's not that hard you know what i'm saying it just takes work i mean and and, that, and i guess that's what you know scares some people you know it takes work you know you have to work at it it's not going to come easy but but it can be done anyway this uh this this the uh, 
This piece is called Slow Fire Manifesto. Slow Fire Manifesto, it began in the background and ended with the line, So it was told to me. Slow Fire Manifesto, chaff, brambles, thorns, dead limbs, and driftwood. Nidongak. Excess and largesse ready to be burnt. It was a slow fire manifesto. Coals talking, sap popping with a rhythmic frequency. It went live into action. A slow fire manifesto. They said there were things to forget. They said the past was gone, so don't waste your breath. Red earth solidified. We grew up with these words. We knew what they meant. We were forced to endure an alien language from a people of liars. It was time to stand. Remember what our old ones meant when they said, of my own free will. You keep your glad rags of freedom. We choose to build the slow fire manifesto. We will burn our own old trees, sacrifice, raise the sacred smoke of our prayers and dreams. We hope as we as with care we enter our new era of a slow fire manifesto. We shall scrape thin the skins of the winds. We shall speak Kiha. We know they will be broken. We know they will be cut. We know we shall bleed. Generation before generations, behind songs echo, hearts clamor for justice before judgment, blood calls to blood, we shall not be ignored. It is a slow fire manifesto. We are the manifested rage of old marrow bones. Ancient in their design, ancestral thoughts shine upon our face as we deliver the next set of gifts. Responsibility is upon our already laden fingertips. We step, we step, we stoop, and we dance again, singing songs that the people can dance to. Oh, yeah. It is a slow fire manifesto. Drums tap the thunders. We hear the grandfathers. They are muttering amongst themselves. Times for the tides of the people have come again. Time for careful crafting words into actions to be made. Maintained. Manifest. 
No page can hold these words. It has all been said before. So we take our time to strike the flame of our slow fire manifesto. The far reaches, the marshland corners, the boggy pits, the cenotes, the tinajas, the crush and scrape of grinding water passages. Disappearing into water smoke, ditches and waterways, slough into toxic twist, manufactured malfeasance, the effort makes the end result futile. You can't bathe in it. You can't wash clothes in it. You certainly can't drink it. Slow fires, boiling bones, here. It is a slow-fired manifesto. Mange-tripe mongrels grapple with slow death, the constriction of a closing grip of chemicals and waste that serves only as annihilation. Neath hands mutilated unto the soft trace touch, hieroglyphics, eyes mutated by color graphics, and clickbait, burnt retinal valleys, you have given yourselves black holes of digital consequence. You have indulged in a deluge of wealth that isn't there. And count yourselves lucky? What the hell's wrong with you? Red Earth. We shall bleed. We shall dream and repair our reality. Skimming dross takes time. It is why it is a slow fire manifesto. We are the ghost road born and we shall cleanse our home. Wow. That was amazing, love. Thank you. You're absolutely welcome. Yeah, that's, like I say, that's one of those things that you know, and I read, you know, things about my own folks and, you know, some of the things that uh, somehow become taken for granted and just continue to be used. It's like a slow, you know, drill going down into the earth, man. It's like, why are you still using that nonsense? So I, I kind of take yeah. issue with that. There you have it. I don't even know what to say to that now. (laughs) I don't know what you're going to say, Miss Nava. (laughs) (laughs) All right, sweetheart. Tell everyone how to find you. That's what I'm going to say. 
Well, uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook. It's uh, Rafe Wild, Facebook.com, and underneath in parentheses it says Soldier Blue. And uh, you can find me, uh, find some of my work under Soldier Blue Blue on Reverb Nation. And then also uh, you can listen to the uh, podcast, which as soon as I can get a break from having to do some of the drudge work that I've been doing on my days off, I'm going to do some, uh, put some more recordings on there, some more episodes, and uh, get up and uh, get it up to to uh, more current than what I'm writing now. And uh, that's uh, and and still, and still in the offing. Uh, when I get to put things more in order, I'm going to uh, see what I can do with the uh, video uh, version of podcasts that they're offering uh, people in the uh, Anchor app through Spotify now. So, oh, really? That's cool. On that too. Yeah. I would like to say, I just want to see what I can do with it, you know? Get out there and just slang something out there and see uh, see what happens. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, Annie, tell everyone how they can find you. All right, you can find me at Rape Wild, uh, uh, Facebook.com. That's a uh, Soldier Blue in parentheses there. Uh, and Reverb Nation, you can go up under Soldier Blue Blue, and you'll find a lot of my uh, work over there. And as well, the Red Earth One uh, podcast, which if you keep those uh, words uh, separated, then uh, you'll be able to find it a lot faster. Very cool. All right, sweetheart, and we will see you next week. Well, of course. I've already got two two more uh, in the shoot, and I just have to have a bit of time to do some of the last uh, wrap-up verses on them, and they'll be good to go. Awesome. Well, I cannot wait to hear. Because <laughs> one more uh, the right. one that I'm really thinking about right now is it's, it's going to be more delving into that uh, into that uh, DNA with the uh, the blood quantum system. So I'm going I'm definitely going to have that one ready. Cool. And are you going to do a Halloween poem for the show? Have to ask. Uh, yeah, I can. I can actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, I can really do that. I got. Uh, I got some things I can pull from. That uh, as long as I make it fictional, it you know it will uh, it'll be all right because you know I don't want to try to. There are certain things that, you know, I'm not going to really, like, put out there in terms of, you know, I don't know. It's just there's just, there's just certain things that don't need to be really looked that hard at, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like mm-hmm. it's like one of those things where, like, if you look at a black hole long enough, you fall in it. We're not going yeah. there. <laughs> we're, we're not going there. But I can't. Oh, but there are the some things side, that I though. can do. We have cookies. <laughs> oh, trust me. You don't want you. 
is let's put it this way. You really, really don't want to see me go all the way black because if I do, it's going to be, it's, no, nah, you don't want, you, you don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, that would be a bad place for everybody, including me. <laughs> but I can't go. You know, I, can go, I absolutely believe you. I can I can go I can go dark enough to where you know like I say the shades and tones will be there, and I can like I say I know I can put something together. So I, I hey and I wanted to ask you in that vein too. I know I'm, I know I'm blathering on, but just one just one more thing in terms of you know just kind of putting it in my mind for for that particular project. Can I more can I more stylize that like a like a short like a short story? You can do anything you want. I'm not the boss of you. I like okay. to think that I am, I, but I'm not. Because, because I think it would, I think it would, it, I think it would be an, an interesting perspective to you say from a story, like a storyteller's point of view. I um have actually. That's what I've been telling everybody to do this week is to write stories. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can do that. Stories, okay. prose, poems, All whatever right. you want. Yeah. Well, like I said, I just like I, said, I just wanted to like I, said, I wanted to put that in my mind because, like I said, you know that would be that would be a lot of fun I think to style stylize something for uh, Halloween. I agree. Okay, do it. I will. <laughs> All right. All right. Tell everyone once again Facebook page quickly. Go. Okay, uh, Rick Wild Soldier Blue. Uh, Rayfile at uh, Facebook.com, and then in parentheses underneath that, it says Soldier Blue. Perfect. All right. We'll talk to you next week, sweetheart. Great job tonight. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Ms. Nyla. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you, man. All right. So, guys, just so you know, we are having some really bad line issues. Soldier Blue, if you don't hang up yet, uh, Press 1 to go out of the lineup and press 1 if you want to come back on and possibly read something again. I am not sure what's going on with our lines. I've got a couple callers. I think I only have about five lines coming into the – we only have five lines coming into the studio. There it goes. Yep. So normally we have 200 lines. We only have five lines coming into the studio right now. So if you're trying to call in and you're getting that fast, busy signal, if you're trying to get into the chat room and it is not loading, just Keep refreshing the page. Keep dialing that number. It'll let you in eventually. All right. What I'm talking and installing as I'm typing to tech. All right. So we have area code 302. There you go. Got your blue. Great. We have area code 302 and 585 that we are going to um, We have 919. There's my fifth line. All right. I am going to play a track real quick, guys. I need you to bear with me for just a minute while I... Uh, Answer this tech support message real quick. Let me see what track I can play. Let's do. Dun, 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 dun. Let's do. Heart by Apollo. Here we go. We'll be right back, guys. <laughs> It will be the last word to this poem, but I need to say it now. Because mine may be too weak by the time I get to the end. So let that one word echo until then. 
heart. 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 I remember heart. when I was just a young kid, growing up, learning about life, using my imagination, so hungry for knowledge. I remember when I was just a young kid, running up to the ice cream truck, Saturday morning cartoons. The only page in the newspaper that I loved were the drawings, trying to figure out the back of the cereal boxes. Yes, I remember when I was just a young kid, and then I turned into a teen. I started to have dreams, and as bad as things seemed, I used to always make them worse. My parents tried the best that they could, but I always caused them so much pain. For everything that those other kids had that I didn't have, I needed somebody to blame. The more that I complained, the worse that I felt. These are the cards that I was dealt, but I kept to myself. I think about the innocence in youth, the ignorance in truth, the serenity in lies. My memories just die, and now as I'm older, I realize that the world's gotten colder. But what if I told you that you're lucky? That you're lucky to even be able to listen to these words tonight You're lucky you can walk out of your home without feeling fright You're lucky for every day, for every night For everybody that's in your life For having a voice, for having sight For having hands to pick up and write Yes, you're lucky that you're even alive To have a job, to be able to drive You would realize that you were lucky If you stopped looking at those who had money And started looking at those who were hungry Every morning I open my eyes and I inhale my first breath And I say thank you for giving me one more day to prepare myself for death This life that was given to me is truly a blessing It's far from heaven, yes, I get this But at least it's closer to heaven than closer to where hell is Hell is the first drop of blood that drips down a ten-year-old's eye A man on top of her and she can't get out her cry It doesn't take too long for her to realize That she's looking into her father's eyes Hell is young chick Being trained to love quick Sent overseas on bunk ships Traded the pimps for hundreds At twelve they're trained to suck it And push it and plumb it And stay within the budget This one chick couldn't fit the condom on one hip So she let him rush it She was on her way to having one kid It would have been a son then one hip From this bum twist he hit with just one fist And left the dead body rotting in her stomach She treated her baby like shit And flushed it Hell is Right down a dark alley a man bleeds With a belt around his arm he can't see But at least he's happy and at peace He says pass me the glass piece One last feast But sadly this man feels he can't breathe Pulls out his wallet and then sees his family As he sheds his last tear Hell is a Mexican slave Breaking his back for American pay His cousins are involved in the heroin trade But he chose to raise his family in a much better way But hell he will pay every day He rests in the shade On the corner like a prostitute he steps to the plate He steadily waits and then gets his way When a big escalade gets him some pay Some bricks he will lay For four bucks an hour the sun melts him away He yells for some rain He thinks to himself there must be a better way But now his chest is in pain He's breathing with the heaviest weight His breath is delayed, the sun has got him red in the face As he falls to the ground, he thinks about his daughter A heat stroke, and now she doesn't have a father Hell is a poem like this that can go on with so many different stories And nobody's willing to pay it forward if it doesn't involve the glory You don't give love in order to get love You give love in order to become love I remember when I was just a young kid Innocent as one can get, I used to love it I remember when I was just a young kid Now I look back, I appreciate the fact that my body's still intact That I can read and do math, that I can think about my past That I can cry and I can laugh Imagine if you could feel the entire world's pain for just one second And if you're like 
an eternity of hell And then you still bless with the opportunity of right now Because the only thing that matters in the world is right now So let your light shine now So bright that it could never die out Why now? Because tomorrow is not promised And yesterday is gone And after we pass away, our spirit will move on The life that we end up living is the life that we choose And if you make the best out of every day, you can never lose So go out there and say thank you I hope you hear my message I hope that was a reason for the line no fear, be brave, and do something with your time, and know that there is no ending, and there will never be a start, if you just block out your mind, and follow your... That was Apollo with Heart, absolutely love that piece. All right, so we are going to go ahead and try these lines now. Let's go ahead and bring on area code 302. 302, you're on the air. Hello, Nyla. How are you? This is Paul Sampson. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. It's good to hear from you. It's good to be heard from. (laughs) Man, (laughs) I've been, like, blown away tonight. Man, look, <laughs> the poetry I've been listening to, wow, it's been phenomenal. It's, phenomenal. it's been a fun night. I thought that was you, Paul. I went and looking at those numbers. I try to remember so that, you know, I know who's there and blah, 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 but sometimes I get it wrong. So I'm glad when I'm, I'm glad when I say, oh, that's so-and-so, and it's like, it is so-and-so. <laughs> well, you are 100% correct tonight. <laughs> I had no idea what I was going to do, but. Some things popped up, so that's what I'm going to do, I guess. <laughs> but uh, I have to tell you, though, what I really appreciate about your platform is the way you challenge us, because uh, your 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 challenge about the short stories is something that it's it's time to, for us to stretch our pens and tap into our full creativity. So I appreciate you for that, and I'm going to be in on that. I, I'm going to get there with this one this week. I'm going to start. So hopefully awesome. next week I might have something for you. You know, I bet when you were younger you used to write stories. I mean, think about when you – when did you start writing? I, really young. Um, I think it was in elementary school I started writing stuff. But I would I would write it, and then I would tear it up and throw it away. <laughs> I still remember the very first poem I ever wrote. I started writing when I was old enough to do pictographs with crayons on my bedroom wall. Oh, wow. That's when I started writing. But you think about when we were kids, you know, for those of us who've been writing that long. And we didn't sit down back then and say, okay, I'm going to write a poem. We just sat down and picked up a pen and wrote stuff. And eventually we developed into writing poetry and stuff like that. But we just wrote shit on paper, right? And we need to give ourselves that freedom to do that now. And we don't because we sit there and we say, I'm a poet, therefore I must write a poem, you know. So to be able to let loose and get that, I mean, basically that's kind of like our version of getting back to the sandlot. And that's important. Yeah. Absolutely. It's really important Absolutely. to do that. And you bring it out of us. So thank you. Your efforts don't go unnoticed. <laughs> Such a tyrant. <laughs> <laughs> well, quite, quite a dominatrix. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hey, everything is evolving these days. We're going to put a new twist to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, 
<clears throat> I did bring a piece, and I'm, hopefully there was no specific theme for tonight, because with these two pieces, I'm all over the place. <laughs> but <laughs> There's never a theme. that case with your permission queen please this one is entitled what once was I think we all had had some experience with this that electric life altering preliminary first kiss that one that leads you to believe here is the one that can share Perfect bliss. And that is exactly what grows. And you let all guards down and bear your soul. Because this is a different kind of love. This is the one that actually fits like a glove. Sure, there are ups and downs, but they were overcome. Why? How? Because this is the one. Then comes the Light changes in actions and demeanor. You start feeling a difference in every aspect of her. What once was has begun its decline, and your bliss has begun to fall apart. There was even a noticeable change in what 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 once was in your heart. The dreaded moment finally come. That moment when you finally and determinedly realized that you were done. What once was has forever made its mark. It has changed how you will forevermore share your heart. What once was shall sort of be missed. And yet, emotions and connections of that and from that initial kiss remain just that. Just as it was before everything else was dismissed. What once was has been a real lesson and about what I can survive. It empowers me to shake it off and dig in and begin to thrive. Yes, I hurt, but I am still alive. Now it is my becoming who it is now my becoming who I was meant to be. A strong, determined Nubian king. What once was has finally lost its thing. Oh. Can you hear me? Yes. Is that end poem? And the second one is breast cancer. Breast cancer should be for the entire year. We need to educate and eradicate this attack on those who we hold dear. This thing is most definitely settled by how it chooses to attack. Yes, it may even cause some queens to lose their breasts, but it attacks way deeper than that. The enemy causes queens to underestimate their beauty as if cup size is all that you are. Queens, you must understand this, your essence and your spirit and strength 
is more desirable by far. Breasts and nipples are surely a plus, especially when in the throes of lust. Such as humor and compassion and loyalty support, your independent dependencies are much sexier and much more desirable. That gentle caress when cares of life weigh us down. That empowering look that says, I know you got this. When uncertainty clouds our mind, these traits and so much more are what makes you man's equal. The physical attack of cancer may be somewhat inevitable, but the psychological is strictly up to you. Never forget, with or without your breasts, you are woman through and through. So let this mic drip with your feelings of doubt and shame thrown away. Let the mic drip with tears of joy and self-esteem. Let this mic drip with a self-confidence that has never, ever before been seen. Bask, my queen, in the well-deserved glory that you shall glean. Let your life shine with the perfection that could be you. So reach beyond breast cancer and reveal that which is truly you. And show a holy God reveal a little old you. Cancer could and should never define who you are. Cancer could never replace the God in you. At the end of the day, it is entirely up to you. Is it cancer or God who defines you? And peace. Wow. That was phenomenal. Mm, thank you, thank you. You know, I, I cheat with my poetry. <laughs> I let my father help me write these things. God just has humbled me by using me to, to put some things out there. But I feel it's important that we use our craft at times to just uplift and, and, and to maybe tweak somebody's way of thinking. I don't know. I just put it out mm-hmm. there and be real. <laughs> you know, that's what we should all do. We didn't write it for nothing. There was a reason for it, writing what we write. Absolutely and agree. For, and for anybody that wants to you know, see where I am. I'm not hard to find. I'm Paul Sampson, uh, a.k.a. Divine Inspiration, on Facebook. I'm blessed for free on Instagram. And on Sunday nights from 9 o'clock until 11 o'clock, you can find me at the Inspiration Factory over at Epiphany, the For Real Entertainment Network, with my program over there, the Inspiration Factory, which is a profanity-free place where we... Huh, pray, we praise God, we share our poetry, we just have fun. So uh, come on over and check us out. Except for Sunday night, this coming Sunday, the last Sunday of each month is Youth Poetry, or Youth Sunday as I call it. It's a platform that is available to any of the young folks y'all know that want to come into a poem, come in and ask questions, or come in and vent about what's going on with them in school or in life or whatever. Open for them, adjustment-free platforms where they can just be themselves. 
And it will always be that way. Whether any child ever calls or not, it's going to always be their fault. And if they don't show up, the grown folks have open mic night and we still have fun. So that's it. Absolutely very cool. That's phenomenal, honey. Thank you so much now. And I love you, you guys for your do such good stuff over there. Yes, indeed. We try. We try. You <laughs> <laughs> do some pretty good stuff over here, too, young lady. Why, thank you, sir. You're quite welcome. All right, sweetheart. Thank you for being here tonight. Thank you for hanging on, for reading, and I uh, appreciate you so much. It was well worth it. I was blessed by it. God bless you and your callers, uh, Nyla. And we'll be seeing each other or hearing each other soon, I'm sure. If you uh, if you don't have somewhere to rush off, we are having lines with the issues. If you want to possibly read another one in a minute, press one. As soon as I mute you, press one, and then press one to get back in. Okay. okay. Gotcha. All right. Honey. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. All right. Our next caller, we have area code 585. 585, you are on the air. Well, hello, hello. I'm glad to be on the air. <laughs> hello, so, hello, hello. <laughs> yes, I'm enjoying the poetry that I'm hearing and, and a play among uh, yourself and the guests. And I'm glad to be uh, one of you, Doug. Well, I had to hurry up and come back. Stop me. It's long. <laughs> Trying to spread the media. Yes, Hopefully, you did need to come back. Well, good. I'm here tonight. How, how you doing? Have the, I'm doing really well. Voice. You're cutting in and out, though. Your your volume yeah, is cutting in and out. What's going on? Are you on speaker? I am on speaker. And That's it. Sir. And you're probably so excited, you're like bopping around, right? What happened? Yeah, I just thought you could see me right the phone game. It's like, I'm in there, I'm in there, I'm in there. Well, this is what happens when you the phone. We let it go at that. <laughs> oh, so I'm ready to present a couple. Um, please let me know if it starts to break up again. Cause it I is really starting to break up again. It. it is? Yeah. Now it's not. When you get, it's like, are you moving away or something? What's going on? No, I don't know. I'm just going to take it off the speaker, I guess. That's the thing to do. But now I have to speak into, like I'm making a phone call. This should be better, right? That sounds much better. Okay, so let's do this then. So. And let's see, uh, listen to that voice. We need to hear that clearly. (laughs) Okay, here we got it then. That's that's the way I feel about your voice. And as I was saying, as we were breaking up, you have this, uh, I don't know, this subtlety and this horse sexiness to your voice tonight. I, I, I don't know if you put in too many hours this week or something slowed it down and it's right in this, it's right in this groove that I particularly per- personally like. Okay. So um, uh, above all else, um, I think I'm a storyteller at heart. And that just means that I always believe in finding the best story and telling it the best way possible. And so that leads me down a few avenues with poetry. 
and uh, one of the places that you find yourself is in the Harlem Renaissance. And, of course, in the Harlem Renaissance, you've got names that are so big, you know, that Langston Hughes, Gene Toomer, uh, County Cullen. You, uh, but who you never hear quite as much about is a man named Sterling Brown. Sterling Brown lived from 1901 to 1989. And actually one of my, I have an acting coach, or a director, I should say, who worked with Amiri Baraka, who learned and and studied under Sterling Brown. And so there's a link from myself through those people back to Sterling Brown, but really the link is through the work that he did. Um, born in 1901, um, he actually got a bachelor's degree from Williams College, but he also got a master's degree from Harvard. This is a black man. In 1923, got a master's degree from Harvard University. And so he went through and continued to educate himself and become an educator, uh, becoming a teacher at Howard University in 1932 and published his first book, which was called Southern Road in 1932. Um, the feature of his writing is the use of vernacular and the rhythm and the soul of black language. And so I had this one poem by him called Slim Greer in Hell. Slim Greer went to heaven. St. Peter said, Slim, you've been a right good boy. And he winked at him. You've been a traveling rascal in your day. You can roam once more, then you come to stay. Put these wings on your shoulders and save your feet. Slim grin and speak up. Say, thank you, Pete. Then Peter say, go to hell and see all that's doing and report to me. Be sure to remember how everything go. Slim say, I'll be seeing you on the late watch, Bo. Slim got the cavort and swell as you choose, like Lindy in the spirit of the St. Louis blues. He flew and he flew till at last he hit a hangar with a sign saying, this is it. Then he parked his wings and strolled around, getting used to his feet on the solid ground. Big bloodhound came a-roaring like Niagara Falls, sicked on by white devils in overhauls. Now, Slim weren't scared, cause my heart is a fact, and the dog went on band on some poor devil's track. Then Slim saw a mansion and walked right in. The devil looked up with a sickly grin. Suddenly didn't look for you, Mr. Greer. How it happens you come to visit here? Slim say, oh, I just thought I'd drop by a spell. Feel at home, sir, and here's the keys to hell. Then Slim, then he took Slim around and showed him people raising hell as high as a first church steeple. Lots of folks fighting at the roulette wheel, like old Rampart Street or Leasewise Bill. Showed Slim bawdy houses and cabarets. Slim thought of New Orleans and Memphis days. Each devil was busy with a devilish broad, and Slim cried, Lordy, Lord, Lord, Lord. Took him to a room where Slim see 
a preacher with a brown skin on each knee. Show them giant stills going everywhere with parcels of devils stretched out dead drunk there. Then he took him to the furnace that some devils was fired. Hot as hell and slim start, I mean perspiring. White devils with pitchforks threw black devils in. Slim thought he better be getting along. And he says, this makes me think of home. Pittsburgh, Little Rock, Jackson, Waco, and more. Then the devil gives Slim the big ha-ha and turned into a cracker with a sheriff's star. Slim ran for his wings, lit out from the ground, hauled it back to St. Peter, safety bound. St. Peter said, well, you got that quick. How's the devil, and what's his latest trick? And Slim said, Peter, I really can't tell. The place was Dixie that I took for hell. Then Peter said, you must be crazy, I vow. Where the hell do you think hell was, anyhow? Get on back to earth. Because I got the fear He's a little too dumb For to stay up here Slim Greer went to heaven Actually it's called Slim Greer in hell By Sterling Brown Wow That was absolutely so, uh, Incredible <laughs> Well along the way what, As I say it's, it's The story counts and you know, find the best story you can tell. If it's not yours, okay, but do justice with it. Try to, you know, find the find the best story you can t- that people should hear, whether you wrote it or maybe somebody else wrote it. But give it respect. Um, now here's something I did write. This was from ten years ago, and you may have heard me mention of late, especially in the last few years, I've been doing a lot of acting, which I came to late, but it came to me early. So here's a poem that I wrote in 2010. I had been writing poetry since 2008. So we were really doing stepping stones. This is called, and you know, it's kind of a premonition but it was just maybe something that was just bubbling up in me, and, and this was the best way for me to express it at the time. It's called I Want to Act. You know what I want to do? I want to act. I want to act like there's no tomorrow. I want to act out my joy and sorrow. I want to act on life's big stage. I want to be all the rage. I want to act. I want to act, act, act. I want to dance and cry and scream and sing. I want to be or not to be before your very eyes and do both at the same time. I want to walk the stage like a tiger caged and give a silly laugh to your fears. I want to sing, sing about life's rules with my well-paid-for blues and make you drown in my tears. I want you, yes, you, held in my hands for an hour, a minute, a moment's diversion, a pause from reality, just as hyenas laugh at lions and Cheshire cats grin when nothing is funny. I'm up here, out of the seat next to yours. Here I'll stand on one hand or crawl on all four because I want to act. I wish to be heard. I need to be seen. I'm something to look at, and I've got a lot to say. I'm going to step off the stage and walk the floor, defy you to wonder, why does he act like that? I'm going to sit right next to you and whisper 
blow poetry makers dust all over your face and dare you not want, dare you not to act yourself like a fool. Be the butt of the joke sometimes, like me. But act, act, act. Don't sit there and pretend not to wish. You know, like I knew before I finally said it. I didn't know before, but now I know what it is. I want to act. And poem. <laughs> that was uh, awesome. I wrote it for fun. <laughs> I want to see, do you have any videos of you in plays and stuff you've done? Uh, you know what? Like I, on YouTube I don't know or anything? The free, I, you know, if you look up the Fringe Festival, Rochester Fringe Festival, I did the narration and several on on uh, screen parts for uh, uh, it was called Look Where He Brought Me From. It was a, a woman who wrote her family's history. She went back and, and did a genealogical study and she used census records and all that stuff. So I did the narration to to take the story through, you know, this little town down south to that one and who got married to who and what year and then they moved to this county and, you know, so I did the narration on that, and then we enacted several of the parts. So that just played yesterday. Um, no, it just played last week. Uh, the Fringe Festival ended yesterday. But as part of the Fringe Festival that played last week, it's called Look Where He Brought Me From. Uh, so I think that that may be posted on uh, – but maybe I should do this. Maybe I should just find one or find something. And uh, and put it up for you, and let everybody know. I'd be glad to have, to have everybody see. Yeah. Well, you go ahead, go ahead on stage and expose yourself like that. Don't do it for nothing. You know, do it for something. Do it for for people to see. You know what brought you to it. Why did you feel like this needed to be told at the pain of you making a fool of yourself if you don't do it well? Mhm. Very good. So, my dear. Well, you know, I, I, you know, I, I just, I always envied people who put themselves on display doing something well. I don't care if it was a baseball player or a speaker, you know, an actor, you know. And I guess you know, I, part of it is being from New York City. We got to see all of that: baseball players, actors, politicians, you know, all of it you know, um, on on full display all the time. And so, you know, you always wanted to transcend being a, a face in the crowd. You had something to say, too. I love the way that you, um, you're a very nostalgic person <laughs> slash really? writer. Mm-hmm. You are okay. I can accept that. You write. You do. You write about life a lot. You like write about things. You know. You write about, you know, things you've seen. It makes it very. It's very very interesting to me. I think that's one of the things I love yeah. most about your work. Well, thank you. I, I I do appreciate that. One of the thing I things I think about, all writing, but poetry in particular, can be instructive and can be incisive and can explain a lot or it or at least question a lot. But I try not to do it 
in the abstract. I, I try not to, you know, to set up uh, these polemics where I have the answer to this or to that. But sometimes if you tell a person the right story, there's a lesson in life in that without you ever having taken the time or the presumption to preach to someone. Mm-hmm. Now, well other said. people have other ways of other people have other ways of doing it, and other people have their convictions that they want to lay out there as plainly as as they should, and and I appreciate them. Um, I have, you know, like as as we used to say, different strokes for different folks. <laughs> Wasn't there a movie like that? Uh, there's a whole lot. I think that's. It's just like I think I said that today. Two different strokes. It's like twice that's been said well, today. Well, let me just say this to you. There's a lot of stuff in the vernacular. A lot of stuff that reaches Hollywood that came off the streets of the hood. You know, everybody's walking around talking about I feel you. You know, yeah, that was a, that, that came out of Oakland, uh, off the streets of Oakland. You know, different strokes for different folks. That man, that's just a thing that people used to say in the hood. You know, mm-hmm. you guys, you know, you, you, you know, you don't have to like what I like. Hey, man, different strokes, different folks. <laughs> Plain and simple, you know. One monkey don't stop no show. If your girl leaves you, well, one monkey don't stop no show. It means you know, there's another <laughs> another one Love coming it. along. You know, <laughs> all that stuff <laughs> came off the street and wound up in show business. Wound up on the screen. Wound up. Here's a good part. Wound up transcending the racial divide. All that's our stuff. And just like just like we pick up stuff into our vernacular, that's not our stuff. But this is our stuff. And 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 mm-hmm. it goes through it goes through the filter from where it starts to where it winds up, and sometimes it winds up everywhere. So, I. Um, Take this moment to enjoy myself being here with you and with everybody. You know, I, I, the listening part of this is is a great part of it. You know, and and the reading of somebody else's poem is really the great part of it because it's like you better not screw up Sterling Brown's poem because you could have <laughs> left it alone. <laughs> you could have left it alone. Who do you think you are? That Sterling better Brown not mess poem. this up. <laughs> But he he wrote he wrote serious poetry about uh, the the issues of the day. He wrote poetry about lynching. You know, look up a, a poem by Sterling Brown called "Old Lem." Old Lem was a man who just didn't take being pushed around. They told him to get out of town, and he didn't go. And the poem ends with them saying, "But they don't come. They don't come by one. They come by ten. They come by twenty. They came and got him." But he that was his choice. They told him to be out of town by sundown and he said he ain't going nowhere. Uh he wrote poems he's got a beautiful poem called Ma Rainey and hope anyone who's listening, I hope this is worth your time. He's got a poem called uh, Ma Rainey, who was of course one of the very first blues singers of of, of any magnitude, right? And um before Bessie Smith. And she she had she was like James Brown and like you know even say I could put Prince into this category in later times someone who just had a connection with an audience 
is beyond just the music. The music was the conduit, but there was a connection there that that you know they were more than just an entertainer to the audience. And one of the lines is, uh, he says, and then the people just bowed their heads, shook their nappy heads, and cried. Just shook wow. their heads and cried at Amara Rainey performing. And one of the lines says, and I don't know, she just gets to us some some kind of way. And so she was a larger-than-life, soulful entertainer who reflected back to a very impoverished and needing, needful audience, but also at the same time exemplified that you can really become somebody, too. Mm-hmm. So this was the stuff that kind of stuff that Sterling Brown, and I might add, most of the writers of the Harlem Renaissance did write. So glad to share that with you. And we're glad to have you share it. That was incredible. Thank you. All righty. I am Doug Curry. And the interesting thing is I um, I do poetry. I, I place poetry on uh, allpoetry.com under the name of Manchild99. Ten years ago, I was doing my poetry on writerscafe.org, and I lost my passcode. So I got all this stuff. I had to create a different identity. The stuff on on uh, on Writers Cafe is under the name of Manchild 99 from 1999. Um, so it was Manchild 99. Um so that was the identity that I lost control of, so I had to get another identity and go into someone else now to go and find and read my own stuff. So that's where I found this poem, I Want to Act, when I was going through it today. It's from, 19, it's from 2010. Uh, I'm also on Facebook as a, just a regular Facebook user. I don't put a lot. I don't put poetry really on Facebook, but I just find interesting things, I think, to talk about or question or display, and my name mm-hmm. is Douglas Curry, and I'd be glad to visit with anyone who wants to visit. Perfect. All right, sweetheart, fantastic job tonight. Thank you for sharing all, all right, of babe. that. No, thank you for keeping on, keeping on, keeping this this Thursday night going. You know, I know I speak for everybody when I say that, and everybody who's in the audience I do really appreciate listening sometimes I I don't get a chance to even be on here but I might be listening it's uh, listening is a very important act for me so thank you and I'm ready to go back to listening now thank you sweetheart we'll talk to you next week all right okay for sure okay okay our next caller comes from Okay, let's see if we can get this to work. Nine. Nine one nine, you're on the air. Hello, hello, Nyla. Hey, Anvil, how are you, honey? I am fine, I am fine, all is well. I am here. Relaxing, sitting in my kitchen, waiting for you to bring me up. And what I am What are you up. cooking? You know what? I said what? I was going to say that to you, and I thought she was going to ask me, what am I cooking? Of course I'm asking. 
Yes, that's his woman. Woman are the curious one. <laughs> <laughs> or just hungry. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, that's true. Well, yeah. Nyla, I am cooking some chicken feet soup. Chicken feet before? soup. Yeah. I am really, really, really sorry I asked. <laughs> <laughs> I have never had chicken feet soup, no. Uh, that is so funny, Nilo. I remember one time I drove to my my son's mother house, and she was at work, and she liked she liked my food very much. So, so she know that when I, when I got there, she, I'm gonna cook before she come home. So, so I told her I was cooking soup. I didn't say what kind of soup. <laughs> so she, but when she got home, when, when she got home, I was sleeping. Me and my son had fell asleep. So, so after I got up, she said to me when she came in, she went straight to the pot because she was anticipating eating eating the food, you know. And she told me when she opened up the pot and she saw the chicken feet, she jumped. <laughs> she said, <laughs> she said, all. Oh, all she could have done was close her eyes and put the the, the spoon in the pot and just and just scrape up take up some of the soup and and, and then she replied and the soup tastes good you know <laughs> she said the soup tastes good and then finally she remarked that that the baby feet I mean the the chicken feet look look like baby fingers. <laughs> I, I thought I thought to myself, only a woman, only a woman would have come up with that. <laughs> That's funny. And and they do look like baby fingers, you know. Because when she said it, say yeah, they look like baby fingers because you know a baby finger, young, white, and coming out of a liquid too. Oh. Anyway, that was the this <laughs> <laughs> about chicken feet. And you know what, since you're talking about chicken feet, right? Mm-hmm. And women, and how they see things. I'm going to give you, this point is called About Her. What thoughts there are that holds a woman's mind captive? The secrets her mind harbors. I looked deep within her mind, and I can tell. There is no reservation here. She dreams and wishes for some Cinderella moment, some brief utopia, some magical bliss to satisfy her insatiable cravings, however briefly. Her appetite for life, who and what can compare? She will drink the cup of life to dregs. It is her pleasure that gives birth to men, and she is always for play, and population booms. 
what a concept our lives and how we replenish ourselves. The nature of things, what a concept. God is great. God is great. Thank you. You are very welcome, and thank you for sharing that. That was awesome. Yes, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Woman. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I, I have one here. This one is called Denise. She's my sister. I grew up, I grew up with her. It's my grandmother. You know, I... Oh. And it's from the from this time I knew that woman was going to be my my greatest undertaking. <laughs> the first woman that I shared house with was my sister. She, the elder, and I, the younger, always at my side, absent mother and father. We thrived under the tutelage of my grandmother, Josephine Weeks, also known as Manjiji. I was often called Manjiji Boy. I hated the name. Hated the name as it was referred to me, but I loved the woman. I did not love her because she was my grandmother. I loved her because she was a great human being. But however, the subject is my sister, the first woman that I shared house with. Always she and I, with her initiating our actions, she would dress me in her clothes then she would wear mine. I would do her every bidding. Everything was fine until a couple of years went by and there was a change in me. Everything she does now seems so mundane. I am not wearing your clothes. Who does that? That insane. No longer I wanted to do what she wanted me to do. The distance between us kept growing, and with the distance grew the tensions between us two. Oh, the fight, the wars. She was bigger, and I was smaller. You know who got the best of who? I love my sister and hate that girl. She is not the person that I once knew. Was it I that had changed or what did she grow into? She is now my nemesis, the bane of my existence. How did it come 
to this. He is making my life hell and loving it. I didn't smile much when I saw her then, and I love my sister, for like my grandmother, she is a great human being. I speak to her often, never discussing our past. I am not eager to discuss battles. I am convinced that I lost. Certainly not my glory days. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> that was awesome. Yes, ma'am. Fantastic job on that, honey. Thank you, thank you. And I thank you for being here and having this show. Like this, I think I was saying earlier, we appreciate you. We appreciate you more than words can say. Keep on keeping on. Thank you. And I appreciate you guys saying that. You know, sometimes I sit here and it's like, ah, you know, we've been doing this a long time, and I'm not going to lie. There's times where I sit there and think, you know, does this really make a difference? People notice that if I didn't even do this, and, you know, then you guys come on and put me in my place, and so that's a good thing. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll miss you, man. I'm telling you, we'll miss you. We'll miss you. You I, I, you know, I will miss you. Giving me that every because tonight I forgot all about Thursday night, you know. And until when I see the invite, I say, oh, yes, not just Thursday night. And I was happy. I was happy to see it, and you know, and here I am. So, my dear, go back and continue doing what you're doing, and have a blessed evening. Thank you so much, sweetheart. You did a great job tonight. Appreciate you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Our next caller comes from area code. Looks like we have two eight six threes. Oh, they're the exact same one. That's weird. Same exact same phone numbers on here twice. Eight six three. You're on the air. Hello, Nyla. Hello, sweetheart. Oh, okay. Hello. Um, uh-oh. Let me turn this off. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay, I got it. Okay. Okay. Um, how are you doing, honey? Okay, I'm doing okay. Um, I don't know how long ago it was, but when I was sitting dialed in, I was sitting dialed in, and I and, and I already pressed one. All of a sudden, everything went out. And the, the it's phone been being bad minutes. tonight. Yes, I don't. I mean, the whole place, our home, um, the lights went out, and everything. No oh, internet. Wow. The phone went went dead. Yes, everything did. And it didn't didn't stay very, it didn't stay dark very long because the laptop didn't didn't um, go out. I don't know what happened. That was scary. Hmm. I'm it was it was our long. it was our explosive personalities coming through your computer. Oh. <laughs> wow. So how are you doing tonight, Noreen? Yeah, I'm doing good. And what did you bring I, I, us? 
Okay. Um, how you doing? I'm doing well. Very well. That's good. Okay. And I'm being, uh-oh, I didn't turn it all the way down, but let me um turn it down more. Okay, now I got it. Okay. Um, for Gary, um, I have um, Pit-a-Pat. Okay. Um, Pit-a-Pat, Pit-a-Pat, Pit-a-Pat. Raindrops hitting the window pane. Crash, what was that? A baseball. Dang them kids. Wasn't me. Let's get out of here, around the house. Let's hide in the shed. I'm going to whip them kids. I'm going to the shed and get me a paddle. Yow! Pit-a-pat, pit-a-pat, pit-a-pat. And the raindrops trickle down. Pit-a-pat, pit-a-pat, pit-a-pat. The end. (laughs) I remember him reading that one, and it made me laugh so much. (laughs) Yes. I like the way he read it. Mhm. Yes. Very cute. Yes. Okay. And what and, and of yours are you going to read? Uh, I'm going to read a, a new one called GMO. Okay. Um, GMO seeds will not reproduce again like non-GMO seeds. Our small farmers are losing out because of this. GMO foods pose health risks such as been linked to leukemia, liver toxicity, kidney failure, gut inflammation, and even allergic reactions. It is killing us in our animals. GMO foods have been linked to DNA of pesticides and herbicides. Even animals are being fed GMO products. So what can we do, you ask? Buy heirloom seeds or veggies and fruits. Buy non-GMO and organic foods. Buy produce from your local farmer's market if you can. Educate the people. Teach them how to grow a garden. Not everyone is a green thumb. Do you want to save our future generations and ours and our planet? Then listen to us poets. We are telling, uh, telling you the truth and nothing but the truth. The end. <laughs> so help me God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Very good. Are you going to read a second one for you? Yes. Yes. The second one is called Start the Day. Okay, this is a new one too. Let's start this day with a smile. Find peace within ourselves. Let's build a bridge of compassion, love, caring, and peace. Let's start with ending the racism educate others we all want the same things in life god made us all beautiful in his own way if god and jesus can love the world each person in this planet so can we reach out to others breaking the barriers reach out helping hand find good in someone with a smile say have a beautiful awesome day we love you and so does god try it and i guarantee you'll have peace within you that is all it takes. One step. One step at a time. The end. Fantastic job on that, Noreen. That was beautiful. Okay. okay. Thank you. 
Thank you. You're very welcome. Okay. Okay. Oh, and um, oh, I've had some good news. When I did the um, um, hundred, uh, when I um posted the um, um, ten ten thousand um, oh, what was it again? Uh oh, my mind went blank. A hundred ten thousand poets. Po- poets for change for 2022 last Saturday. Well, the woman mm-hmm. named Brenda Mohammed, she saw um, and saw um um, she listened, she saw it and listened to it. And then she sent me a message. She told me, "You have a wonderful voice. Um, would would you accept being the um um oh 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 no um oh no how did I forget my oh I'm 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 forgetting stuff oh oh did you she said you want to um be oh no oh my god oh, take my a breath god. It's okay slow down you're all right you're fine okay. I hope that don't mean. I hope nobody thinks I have the mentia. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm sure that's not going to happen. Because <laughs> the doctor trying to tell us that if you get over seventy, everybody, you all, everybody gets dementia. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Oh wow! How did I forget? Okay. Um. Oh, I got so excited. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm not going anywhere for another, what, for another 14 minutes and 36 seconds. Okay. Um. See, that just doesn't help me sitting here waiting either. <laughs> no. So you have who do you have coming up as a guest on your shows? Okay, um, um, thir- Thursday, um, not Thursday. Uh oh, um, October. I'm gonna have um, uh, okay, um, oh my my, Honey Parker for um October, and then um, and then for um November. You're gonna be on the show, but instead of you being the guest, I'm gonna be the guest, and then um, and then you're going to um, interview um, you. Interview me, yes. Mm-hmm. I am, and it's gonna be awesome. Yes. I found it now. Okay, okay. I have been appointed as literary ambassador for the USA for the How to Write for Success Lettering Network. That's, like, freaking incredible. Yes. And and I was, I didn't know if I should accept it. I asked her what you, what you, um, I asked her what do you, um, what do I, what was my responsibility was. She told me to welcome people who come in there, members. And then, um, um, and then I, um, if there's any posts I need to be approved of, I either approve of them or not, I do that. And, and stuff like that. And then I asked Honey Parker, what do you think? I don't know what this, you know, she said, you can do it. So um, I accepted it. I hope I can do it. Mm-hmm. It's an, it's I'm an sure honor. you would be able to. Yep. Because it's hard to believe that somebody would actually, you know, ask me that because I never thought of me being anything like that. Wow. <laughs> it is an honor. It is an honor, and it doesn't surprise yes. me absolutely one bit. 
I know that's probably what Gary would say too, and my mom, because mm-hmm. my mom told me this before Gary passed away. She said this is before. Well, she told me, um, you're going somewhere with your poetry. You're going somewhere, and every time she said anything about everything else she had said to me, it's always been right. I mean, even she told my sister when I was when I we were kids that I was going to be a a poet and an author one day. And here I am, and I, I didn't know this till later on in life. My mom said that. Now she's going somewhere with my poetry, and wow. She's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, baby. Tell everyone how to find you guys again. Okay. And you can find us, find our books on Amazon.com. You can find our website at um, Gary and Noreen Snyder. Dot wix.com um, front slash uh, poetry and then you can find um, um, Gary on reverbnation.com um, poetrypoem.com and facebook.com and then you can also find us um, find me on um, facebook.com reverbnation.com and poetrypoem.com and um, you can also find us here every Thursday night. You can find us um, on uh, coffee.com, ko-fi.com, front slash Gary and Noreen. And you can, you can get you have the memberships and all of that. Okay. And then um, then you can find us every Saturday night at 5 o'clock on um, doing a Facebook Live at the Poetry Club, and then every month except this month, I have had a um, chat with um, Poet Noreen. Okay. Very and, um, cool. Yes. Okay. And oh, then then I already said what I who's going to be there for um, October, November, a uh, December will be Shaftkit. Um, he'll be there. Um, and um. And then, um, oh, no, my mind's going blank. Okay, and um, January is going to be um, so, so, uh, Soldier Blue Blue. February, hopefully, will be um, Bernadette. And March, I can't remember if I had somebody. Um, and, and then April will be Bob McNeil if he, he'd be a lot better. Very cool. Yes. All right, sweetheart. So we will, will we talk to you next week? Yes, we'll be here next week. <laughs> okay. All right. And, and thank you for having us here. And thank you for everything you do for us. Absolutely. Our pleasure, honey. Thank you so much. you will welcome. We'll talk to you next week, okay? Oh, okay. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. All righty. Okay. Okay, let's go ahead and we're going to bring, we have eight minutes left. I'm going to go ahead and bring Soldier Blue back on and then bring Paul back on. Let them both read again. Mr. Blue Blue, are you with me, love? Yes, I'm here. Hello. I got a, I got one that I enjoy. It's uh, it's uh, basically about ravens, so we'll just leave it at that. Numbers up in Raven's blood, Gakitonga, begging 
for land, title, and prophecy. Mother's bones in turned up rolls of smoke rising shorts in mystic attitudes to prevail. Harsh signs, scars of skin, kinka. Clouds roll off the border, coast the crash of abalone. Smooth shots of streamer silk almost look like foam. Fire stretch fingers into the night. Plush, push and pull. Poor excuse for rationalizing weak choices that require extreme damage control. Black flight of shadow feathers. The rift between aerial flight and the headlong hunger of crows in mid-feast. Depth charges and dive bombers, the brittle bones of avian flight, numeric twist, raven's blood, not a hooded crow in sight. Shake the soiled dice, lay down the stained hand, aces up. Chances become a gift. Odds, the time it takes to decide. Actions, there will be no second chances. Yaketrona, ravens come up, a numbered pair. Prepare yourself on the flame of sorrows. The storm winds precede the talking, grieving rains. Rainbows dancing, slow motion revelry above the wildfires that rage as the rivers run. Usagi. Ashes, streaks of marrow fat, colors bleed everywhere. Igakoko. Reality awaits the unfolding earth, air, fire. We shall rise with the rain. The expectations of a deluge. Ravens, blood palaces, death still flows upon a river, steel, blur, blue, almost blue, and its consequence, Trugonta. We, prayers, orison, divinity, unyielding, Yeah, we see you. Driftwood tales echoed composites of tree-dreaming stars. Migake, a cold fire that never dies. As eternal as the sun, me Dead time, well, he bones never feel it. Patience is what has been left to them. Waiting. Patience of ages, patience of ancients, stronger than any mechanical hatred, the industry of social networks, clasped hands with emotion, forgetting any means of intelligent coherency, avian trademarks stamped heavy upon the traceworks of ravens, the hollow bones that make the melodies. That have lineage 
a backlog of heritage going back to when everything began. Yellow Cake Rivers, the clay banked against the mist that rises of the thousands, thermals upon a night song, home with the sense of ceremony and still stirring among the dead star havens of refuge and light. Me, you robes and wing bones, the ventures of early morning, Kashkipa, Gasolin, when breaks the dawn upon that place of beginnings, Shiagita, Gakwa, Gakitonga. The ravens fly as we turn and fight. The bilious ode of dying left upon the shores of Death River. New sockets to that place beyond the river, beyond shadows and doubt. The plains, purpled and bruised, still a place to be seen. The numbered pain of ravens resist the killing count as if casualties and refuse. Organized burial. Ghost road born from under bones. We shall see each other again. No kirujonge, ubeki, empis. Wow. That was phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you. You are so welcome. Yeah, I and just, my little heart thumping I, there. <laughs> I, I just, uh, I just there for me anyway. There's just so much that I can see in terms of the imagery that that can be woven into the to the images of of, of being around ravens or crows. There's just so much that you can do there. And it can it'll never be the same. You can always you can always twist it just enough to where it gives it a different perspective. Mhm. Wow. All right, my dear. Tell everyone once again how to find you. Sure. You can find me on uh, Facebook at uh, Rafe Wild at Facebook dot com and then underneath in parentheses it says Soldier Blue. You can find me on Reverb Mission under Soldier Blue Blue. And you can find my work in a podcast called Red Earth One. And if you keep the words separate, it will get you there quicker. <laughs> Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Great job. Thank you so much. No way. And no thanks worries, for hanging no on and reading no again. Very cool. Sure. Not at all. <laughs> all right, hon. We'll talk to you next week. Yes, ma'am. Awesome. All right. Thanks, sweetie. Have a good evening, Miss Nyla. You too. All right. Let's go ahead and grab Paul again. Are you hey, with Noah, us, yeah, darling? No. Yes, I am. Awesome. All right. 
What do you have for us, sweetie? Okay, I have a piece called Colors. Humanity, over its existence, has evolved into various ethnicities, hues, and shades. And sinfully, from these beauty of these shades, heinous, hate-filled games are being played, even though we all stem from the same ancestry. Adam and Eve are our beginnings. No matter what color we are now, we all stem from God's original man, direct descendant of the first human creation of the great I am. I can't pinpoint where the color of one's skin became more important than the character of their hearts. I don't know where, why, or how racial hate got its start. Nor do I condone because of the color of one's skin, especially amongst those who claim to have invited Christ in. The color of one's skin has become idols to the masses. Yet, in light of the value we place upon color, the power we give to color, then why don't we recognize and or realize the only true color of value and power and worth is the color red, the color that will prevent us from ever truly experiencing being dead, the color of the blood that was shed for you and I and available to all humanity, the color of salvation. And the color that leads to true eternal life. The color of the blood of God's one and only begotten Son, Jesus the Christ. My dear brothers and sisters, this is the only color that should matter to anyone. I mean, if color and our variety of hues are good enough for God himself, Why do we allow bigotry and hatred to malign us? And in this part, Satan has no part. This is a deliberately learned and taught behavior. This is the waste Mm -hmm. product of a rancid heart. This separation of God's people is one of the greatest tricks the enemy has up his sleeve. He has placed a division so deeply rooted, it will take an act of God to repair. Our actions and words far too often praise and empower that fallen prince of the air. We can no longer act as if we are blind to the depths to which we have fallen. We are at a point in our existence where we must block out the distractions and hear God desperately calling calling us to return to a place of love, calling us to see, as he does, his beloved creation covered by the blood of his son, a people who were made in his image. It doesn't get any better than this. We need to see, as God does, the heart of your neighbor, not his color. 
We need to see the spark of God in each human upon this earth and not the shade of the color they wear. We must return to obedience to God and stop praising the fallen angel, this prince of nothing but the air. And peace. Wow. Sitting there waiting to sit there and jump up on my desk and say hallelujah and and, and, and read it and <laughs> Praise him. <laughs> You're sitting there reading, and I'm going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We can do you it. No, I really love, I really love the part in there where you talk, you know, uh, and I, you know, I joke around and play with you guys, but you know, I really love the part in there where you talk about we all come from the same place, yeah. and then hate is taught because that's so true. It's absolutely so true. That's not where we started from. <laughs> you know, and I never can understand why why something that's absolutely so simple and so obvious, the more simple and obvious something is, it's like the more the world is blind to it. Yeah, yeah, it, it's crazy. It's, but it, it's a reality. Mm-hmm. But one that we have the power to change if we truly wish to. And platforms like this where people get to run their mouths like me, this is how it starts. Spread <laughs> <laughs> it on to somebody to run freely, else. sir. And I truly appreciate it. <laughs> I truly appreciate it. Oh, man. It's an awesome show, Nyla. And I'm grateful that I was a part of it. It's been an amazing night. All right, my sweetheart, tell everyone how to find you. Oh, yeah. Once again, I'm easy to find. Paul Sampson, Divine Inspiration on Facebook. It's Blessed for Free on Instagram. And, of course, every Sunday night, God willing, you can find me on Epiphany, the For Real Entertainment Network, in the Inspiration Factory at 9 p.m., 319 Five two seven six three zero zero is the number to dial in. And if you got a testimony, a prayer request, or a poem for us, just press one. So you can be a blessing to everyone else. And that's about it. Thank awesome. you once again for All the right, platform. Sweetheart. Thank you so much. It's my honor. God bless All you right. and everyone else. Bless you as well, sweetie. We'll talk to you soon, hon. Definitely. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you, Paul, for helping me close out the show like that, Soldier Blue. You guys are amazing. I want to thank everyone for being here. You've been listening to Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. Look for us next week, same time. And uh, until then, remember... Write your haiku every day, and write your stories on what you did last summer. Those are your assignments for this week. All right, I'm going to close the show with a piece by Gregory Schwartz called Burnt Gathering. And here we go. We'll see you next week, everyone. Good night. 
a suspended collection of mindless rhyme, and sometimes I am iambic meter time, an inactive collection of interactions, cognizant of the great distraction, a useless collection of regrets and apologies, a lesson that nobody needs but me, a lithe list of listless accomplishments, they waver in the wind, they're rigid and bent, a pocket full of broken promises, the cheating hearts, love's dishonest. A timeless collection of broken clocks that get in the way of a world that never stops.